The following podcast, though presented by Tamed Idiots, is intended for mature audiences. The opinions presented in this podcast are not intended to sway anyone's opinions, as the people presenting them are kind of dumb. The topics that are presented and the opinions that are expressed are intended for entertainment purposes and should be considered satire. Some of these stories may be exaggerated. It's up to you to determine which ones. Though we are not professionals, we have a combined total of 240 years of being stupid. Please, do not try this at home. And please proceed with caution. Welcome again to another episode of the Absurdly Average Podcast. My name is Akil, and I'm here with the Merry Band of Morons to bring you another controversial, well, to us at least, topic on a random bout of bullshit. Today, we're going to be talking about fucking horror movies and everything that is or isn't or has or hasn't anything to do with that whatsoever, because as you all know, we go off on fucking tangents for all of that. Today, I am joined by Yanni, Alan, uh, Tony, uh, Cotier, or Mike. Uh, Tuli and Taylor. So all of us are here. We're going to be sitting here chit-chatting and talking about the random magic bullshit and all of that. So we're going to go ahead and get started with it. Um, now, the big thing for me is with horror movies, it's a really subjective thing. You know, what's horror for one person is not horror for another, right? And so for horror, um, it can be anything uh, like, for example... Just call me? Well, I mean, hey, you know, what's up, cutie? <laughs> but no, like for me, horror horror movies, I I actually are you saying you know, horror? horror horror? Although nah. horror movies, that's Pretty that's next, for like baby. a I was gonna say that's for like a stream after dark kind of thing. Which, by the way, for those of y'all <laughs> who are tuning in, only dads. <laughs> for those of y'all who are listening to the podcast, uh, we do record this uh, these live every single Wednesday. Um, and so please feel free to check us out at brownlove zero one zero on Twitch. Also, please feel free to drop a uh, follow on Twitter and on Facebook at the same name. Now, again, for horror movies, like I said, they are subjective, and now I can't un hear horror movies god damn it Dude, uh, that has been welcome. a reoccurring you theme. are so welcome <laughs> in, in, in a couple of the podcasts i listen to on a daily basis you know a lot of them are doing for october they do like uh horror themes and all that stuff and every one of them when anytime somebody says horror they mean horror, horror? Yeah, are horror? we doing are we doing that i thought we were doing scary stuff yeah exactly <laughs> Although, I mean, I feel like, you know what? No, I'm not going to go off on a tangent on that. <laughs> no, on I'm going to stop myself right now. I'm stopping myself right there. But Good yeah. Um, so the thing is, is that horror is very subjective to the viewer. Because, for example, like Alex, my best friend, he can sit there and watch like the scariest movies, play the scariest video games, whatever, and he's fine. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there on the couch next to him with a five-pound bag of gummy bears, a gallon of water, a Powerade, and fucking, like, peeking through my fingers because I don't I do not do horror. I mean, for those of y'all who have seen me play Five Nights or saw the clips on my, uh, on my Twitch playing Five Nights, I get scared really, really easily. So, you know, we're going to talk about all that kind of shit, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to start just going from the list uh, that we've got of all the people that are live here and uh, talk about our favorite horror movie. And on top of that, if you hear me on the podcast say anything about stream, that's because our stream is live with us joining in on the conversation. And I'll be reading out any of the comments and things that they've got to say as well. So we're going to start with Yanni and just start off, you know, getting it going with the favorite horror movie of all time. John Carpenter's The Thing. 
Practical ah, effects will, are always an undying art form, and that movie brings them to the fucking limit. Like, it's so visceral. It's great. And honestly, just the, the storytelling, the, the fact that all of the characters, for the most part, are competent and really well-thinking just makes it feel like it could actually play out in real life, which is kind of the whole point of horror. So you're talking about the the old The Thing movie, right? Like, there was only one? There was Unless a remake, but it okay. was like a prequel remake. Oh, okay. Okay. And it was so, shit because it used CGI. That, yeah, I agree 100%. And I think you, you're touching on something there, and we'll get into that when we talk about horror, uh, horror effects and shit like that, where it's like, you know, is there is there something that ends up getting lost when you try and polish a horror movie like do you end up losing that that nitty gritty feeling of it being i don't know real i guess um so you know we'll definitely touch on that so that's a that's a fair movie uh for me um mine would probably have to be anything that is a psychological thriller i don't really enjoy just the the dread that a movie will give because i i don't but I think for me, and whatever, y'all can say whatever you want, but it's going to be probably Saw. Um, the original one was so good in the way that it told a story and the way that it just like made someone feel so helpless and like have to solve creepy and gory puzzles. Uh, as the franchise went on, it was kind of eh. I think it was like Saw 4 that ended up being my second favorite. But overall, like that's, that's kind of where I'm at with the, uh, the horror-style franchise things. So, that's what I've got to offer here. Alan, what about yourself? So, like with me not being a big horror guy, I think probably the one that really hit the closest to home for me and, and really I will always go back and enjoy watching it's got to be House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, and that so ties fine. directly into the, the Devil's Rejects. Is honestly like the way they did some of those characters, like with Captain Spalding's absolute irreverence for the amount of danger he's in really, really hits a sweet spot for me. And the anger coming out of Otis is that was me like 15 years ago, that kind of boiling nonstop rage. Like I resonated with that so well. And, and it's such a well done movie, even though it is a uh, Texas chainsaw massacre knockoff. It was done so right. fucking well, just so well. And the the police officer, that guy. Oh, I love that character so much. Oh dear okay. God. <clears throat> um, so there is that. Let me uh like I said for the podcast, I'm gonna check chat every now and again. And uh chat, we've got um there's uh, adaptations of who goes there. The black and white version is uh, as a humanoid thing, and then the thing uh and the bad prequel. So there is that. We also got Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah. Oh and yeah, and also that is uh, Jakob's uh, coming to hang out with us in chat, and I do want to throw this out there. So the reason why we changed it up a little bit from our last podcast on what we're going to talk about is because Jakob loves movies, and he's unable to really join us for this one. He came in to swing by and check out stream for a little bit, but um, he loves movies. So I decided to segment uh, our, our podcast series a little bit. And so this time, because Halloween is around the corner, we're going to do horror movies. We'll probably do, you know, action movies or some shit like that on the next one. And maybe do like two or three episodes on the different styles of movies, like even like animated movies, for example. Only because that way we can try and get Jakob in on one of these as well um, oh, and get his insight movies. as a writer and a, uh, and a critic for movies. 
So it'd be cool to have that kind of perspective as opposed to just, you know, again, a merry band of morons that's just like, hey, this movie's good and this one sucks. Fuck you. Like, that's that's kind of what we do here. Sounds about right. Right? Um, so, Tony, what about you? Favorite horror movie and why? Well, Strange Fart took my number one <laughs> out of a thousand fucking corpses. Because that we love Tony. This is why. Uh, <clears throat> but my my second all time favorite horror movie has got to be the ABCs of Death, the first one, just because it's a compilation of like twenty six short horror movies from twenty six phenomenal directors. They're all different. They cover all styles. Like it's just it's it's so good to me. High class version of I piss on your grave. Uh, it's got it's got that in there and some more. It's got like basically they cover every letter of the alphabet. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or not, but they cover I have every, So they cover every letter of the alphabet, and each one is something different. Like A is for apocalypse. Uh, D is oh. for dog. You know, so like hmm. you watch them, and they're all related to something. Some are really really fucking well done. Other ones are really funny and stupid. Like F is for fart. <laughs> it's it's just a really good series of short films and they also did a part two but the, i didn't i didn't like the part two as much the part one was definitely good and plus like it to me it was awesome to see so many different people collaborate on the movie i thought it was awesome hell yeah okay i'm gonna have to check that out like is it just horror for the sake of horror or does it does it tell a good story it's so they're all each letter is its own story so Fair. it's like five to ten minutes for each one um i will say if you get queasy or you don't like certain um genres of horror do you research before watching it okay because there is nothing too taboo in that movie gotcha okay 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 yeah cool um i mean hey that makes sense and you know what when you come visit we should watch it i'm down bet uh so cotier What's yours and why? Is it my turn already? Uh, my favorite horror movie uh, has got to be Night of the Living Dead. Um, you know, George A. Romero, uh, the godfather of the dead, you know, father of the living dead zombie movies. Like, it was, it was the OG fucking zombie movie. And, like, when I first, I first saw Night of the Living Dead, when I was like, 10 and that shit scared the hell out of me and that's what I fucking love about it the most okay I didn't know if there was if you were adding anything to that no no I, know. Was, <laughs> um, I was just like man everybody's like fucking quiet now what the hell no, is no, going no, on we here giving you space <laughs> but uh, one of the one of the big things that um, I remember there was an interview early on when Walking Dead was taking off on like you know, the original zombie shuffle and walk and like what zombies were like comparative to what they are now. And I wonder like, you know, and maybe, maybe this might just send us off on a fucking tangent real quick because everyone in Georgia, at least when you go to dragon con, you go and like, that's where they do auditions to be a zombie for the walking dead at dragon con. That doesn't surprise me at all. Because yeah, like that's, that's again, what's filmed here. But um, there was a huge thing about, you know, how zombies are now portrayed. Even when people watch this play, uh, play 
back for blood. Holy shit, I almost tripped over my words there. Um, but sat there and we were doing that. And then you had people that were like, no, like this takes away from the original style zombie where they were scary just because it was a horde that moved slowly in mass and would just slowly destroy everything in their path as opposed to like boomer and shit like that that we've got nowadays. So right. uh, I'm kind of curious. And again, this is me spiraling off into a tangent. What do y'all think? Are you more for the old, the old uh, Romero style zombies or the new style zombies like you got in World War Z? What is your World what is War Z was the shittiest zombie? fucking movie ever? Fuck what? that shit. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> no, whoa. No. What? Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely not. I will not okay. leave. I Wait, will die why? on this fucking hill. Hold on. Why, why, well, why? Be because, because <laughs> one. Yeah, good luck with that, pal. If a moose can't fucking do it, I don't think a puny little ass bitch like you can. I'm All a right. Florida man, bro. A moose ain't got nothing on me, bro. I'll feed the moose bath salts and ride him into your house. <laughs> that is some straight up Florida man shit right there. Did you know, uh, just on that tangent, did you know that the moose's only natural uh, predator is a freaking killer whale? What? Yes, I would I love did. to see yeah. that fight. So, anyway, so moving on. Um... Uh, World War Z. Uh, we'll get to that when we get to worst horror film, uh, horror movie, because that is for me it. Um, oh, okay. But yeah. Uh, but uh, so we'll get to that then. Uh, so yeah. But All I, right. I've I've got a rant to go on for that. Fuck. All right. So then uh, next is uh, Riglu. Riglu, what is your favorite horror movie of all time, and why? Okay. So like, it might be a little strange for somebody. Maybe not. But uh, my, uh, like, when I was younger, uh, I think I will, I will pick every single time uh, the Never Sleep Again, the uh, the Street Legacy. Uh, like the whole of the whole of Freddy Krueger and shit like that is so amusing to me. Yeah, Never Sleep Again. Yeah, it's called uh, the 2010 release. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite uh, Freddy movie of all time. Yeah, but like when the change passed, and now as a, as a quest designer, I think the Pan's Labyrinth is my favorite one. Mm. Like, the whole... Like, you know what? That's valid. That's completely yeah. fair. Yeah, because like the whole like fantasy, dark fantasy shit that is going on there, it's like yeah. how many how many... Horror, horror, dark fantasy movie is out there that are good. Literally, that's the only one I can think of. Okay, that's fair. And it's like feeling, feeling like pretty niche genre that that nobody asks, but everybody needs. Hmm. Uh, let me check chat real quick. So, chat, uh, Jakob did say that favorite horror movie is The Shining, which again, I don't watch horror movies, so I haven't seen it, but I've only heard good things about it. Oh my God. So, it's a fucking classic. So, this is kind of more tangent ish territory, but it came up before the stream started. Um, mm -hmm. What are your thoughts, Akil, on the trauma movies relating to horror? On, I'm, wait, on what movies related to horror? The trauma movies, T R O M A. Trauma. Uh, that's uh -huh. an entirely different category on its own, I think. I'm just going to throw that in. I don't even know what the category <laughs> encompasses, so I I, I, I oh. can't formulate an answer. Bro, at some point, like, 
you've got to sit down and just sit through like Toxic Avenger or Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD or ah, Sergeant Kabuki Man, Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, yeah, yeah. yes. Because <laughs> what James Gunn? James Gunn got his start doing trauma movies, didn't he? I don't know, but that's Pretty interesting. Sure. Are those the dinky ones where they're like they're dinky movies that are supposed to be horror, like Rubber, or are they different? Uh, Rubber was amazing. I fucking love that movie. Thank you for reminding me. But no, it, like Trauma movie produces a ton of B movies with a lot of gore, a lot of violence, um, and a lot oh. of low budget practical effects. Okay, man, <laughs> and yeah. a lot, a lot of like low, like low tier com- comedy. Like they are scraping the bottom of the barrel to find the bottom of that barrel. Yeah, J- James Gunn's uh his for the first film that he ever directed was Tromeo and Juliet. Oh, I, oh god, that's I, I love that movie. Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad, but it's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I, he was an, he was an associate director and he he was the, he was one of the writers if not the main writer. I Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh let's see. <laughs> You so have the Dr. same reaction that I do. I have no idea what any of that is. Oh my god, you need to you need to fucking see that. You have Tro- to. Tromeo and Tromeo and Juliet has got to be Yeah, I I'm out. Like, I have no idea. You have to see that. You, you, I, you also got like Redneck know. Zombies was also Redneck good. Zombies, yeah, that was a good one. Surf Nazis must die. We call Surf them Nazis heads. must die. Yep. See, if we're getting if we're getting into like horror comedy ones or whatever, um what is it? Uh Tucker and Dale versus Evil or whatever it was. Um, yep. oh, I fucking love that like movie. that's 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 fucking solid for me. I I so, like anything hands. with Alan Tudyk in it, to be honest. So, no. like, um, but let's let's at least get through the favorite horror movie before we start Romeo going into weird movies. Also, um, fuck, I forgot about that. Uh, from <laughs> chat, uh, Lorena said, "Does it have to be scary?" And no. So we're covering the broad spectrum spooky. of horror. So it doesn't necessarily have to be horror. As long as it can kind of fit into the spoopy category, as Tony said, then that's fine. Anything from zombie movies, uh, like, you know, shit like that. And you you mentioned, uh, Lorena, Ghost Ship, right? And I saw the intro to Ghost Ship because Ari was like, hey, babe, you got to check out the intro to this movie. And oh, Wait my God. Like. Coming from a huge anime background, like just watching anime forever, uh, I was immediately reminded of Doflamingo's power in One Piece when I saw that. And you're just seeing people just, just, just in the first five minutes, just completely cut in half. And I'm like, huh, well then, this is a thing that's happening. So yeah. uh, That wire snap was insane. Yeah, right? Like it was just... I, I was like, oh, whatever. We're all waltzing and dancing on the on the deck of the ship. And then just everyone's gone. Everyone's gone. Everyone's gone. So, yeah. I um, played Campaign of Call of Cthulhu like that once. Wow. That sounds horrible. I, oh, it was great. <laughs> like, uh, let's Call see. Call of Cthulhu uh, is one of the best RPGs that I've ever played. But anyways, carry on. No, you're good. Um, and Lorena was just saying that I love the ghost ship kill scenes. And then how uh, Dr. Ghoul said, how far down the disturbing movies iceberg are we going to go? Uh, I mean, as long as it's a movie that's not breaking the law, then that's fine. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a lot of videos out there that oh, yeah. have broken the law. We're not talking about Yeah, we're not talking about snuff going. films. We're yeah. not talking about snuff films or anything like that. Like, even though we have the, the fucking warning at the top of the podcast, like... We're not. No, let me just. The death is off limits. Because no. if we right. want to go disturbing, freaking, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, fuck. 
my brain stopped working again. Uh, if we want to talk about like a uh, uh, like obscure fucking horror shit, like Doctor Ghoul's the guy to talk to. Oh, I I'm imagine just throw that out right there. Like the thing that I was gonna say though is that no, and that's the thing. It's okay. Here's the thing. We're not we're not gonna promote anything that is legitimately breaking the law in terms of it broke the law to make the film like a snuff film would, like because otherwise, um, when you have fictionalized, there's no other way to say it but gore porn like Hostel, right? That is a horror movie that is extremely bloody and gory and deathy and shit like that, and that is definitely a movie that if you're into you know the bloody gory deathy porn thing, then go for it. You know, I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> yeah, we're, not, enjoyed, we're not talking about Alec Baldwin movies. If you enjoyed, yeah! Rotten, if you okay. enjoyed Rotten.com in 1996, not... you enjoyed Hostel. That's well, and not, that's okay. That's not wrong. That's not <laughs> wrong. Uh, how's about, how's about we avoid uh, that particular topic today, gentlemen? Yeah. So, we like, can. I might. I might start. I might skirt around it a little bit. Like if we if we start to tread into into uh, those kind of waters, I'll I'll try and steer us back. But um, let's get to Spatulis real quick. Oh, also Burlington, what's up? What's up? That's the that's our set, uh, other big Canadian that's in chat oh, right, right now. On. What's up? Good to see you. There can only um, be one fight to the death. Honestly, that that would be two meese locking horns right there because Cotier <laughs> is a big dude, and so is the. Uh, uh so is uh so is my basically just giant copycat in the north so he might be he might be be bigger and taller than me but that don't mean nothing i'm just saying you two are both canadians you (laughs) guys can have some maple syrup and uh, you know you know did you just say hockey fight i said hockey (laughs) fight put some skates on let's go i want to watch but um, five whole maple syrups for it that's the thing winner 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 gets five maple syrups um but We'll do. We'll get to Spatuli and see uh, what Spatuli thinks is his favorite horror movie. Uh, my favorite horror movie um, is probably well, you guys said a lot of most of my favorite ones, but uh, uh, try not to be. I don't know. Um, repetitive. I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of Silence of the Lambs. It's a really that great movie. That was a good fucking. Movie. Um, that was really good. Just, just a psychological aspect of it and the way everything was designed and, uh, you know, the time that it came out and what was actually in the movie was pretty surprising. Um, I, I just really, really enjoyed that movie and it still holds up to today. Um, but I would have said, so I, I forgot the name of it, but um, I think Cotier um, Stern probably know. Um, it was like the shot on video or whatever lost footage bullshit. It's pretty, it's not really obscure. And obviously mm-hmm. it's, it's quote unquote based on a true story. It's like one of those, one of those movies, but it wasn't Blair, Witch, was it? No, 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 no. Okay. The ending, the ending had a, um, like a freaking uh, a satanic group sacrificing a newborn baby to Satan by throwing it in a pit of fire. That was crazy. <laughs> Was that Beastmaster? Uh, no, no it, it was like in it was like 2012-ish. A very obscure movie, and uh, it was interesting. Um, I've I haven't seen it since. Huh? But, that's yeah. that's curious. I that's the thing. Like I've played enough weird culty video games, like or like video games that have involved like culty things, where I'm like, hey, like if I see the trope in a movie, I'm kind of like, well. Maybe I'm the one that's a little burnt out on that particular trope. Like, 
And that's only because I've done it so many times in video games that it's not something that's at least appealing to me. Plus, I feel like the sacrificing a virgin and sacrificing a baby thing is just so done now. But again, maybe that's just me. Like, I, I'm guessing it could be done right, but I don't know. I haven't sacrificed a baby, so <laughs> I, I have no idea. Um, but let's see. And let's get to Taylor. So, what do you got? Um, mine's pretty vanilla, and it's already said been said before because I don't really watch. I'm not a horror movie fan. Right. Which is odd because I'm a huge, like, paranormal guy. Like, I will read paranormal stories and, like, watch, like, you know, videos about stuff on YouTube and podcasts and all that stuff. But I just, I don't do horror movies. But, uh, like, mm-hmm. the zombie trilogy. Uh, Devil's the Rejects. The zombie trilogy. Yeah, Devil's Rejects, yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. And oh, okay, 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 okay. Those are, like, some of the only, like, horror movies that I enjoy. And, like, you know, you've got the old stuff that I don't even view it as horror anymore because it's so campy. Like, the original Nightmare on Elm Streets, the original Jasons, and Those stuff like that. Like, I mean, they're classics, but you watch them now and, like, you laugh because it's yes. funny, in my opinion. Like, you're just like, this isn't even a scary movie anymore, you know? Um, But, yes, those would be my three, would be the, the uh, Rob Zombie trilogy. Okay, I would have to also toss out one other one, and it's for all of my friends who love cult classic movies, where a movie was either so bad that it became legend, or a movie was so good and was not able to be shown in theaters for some reason. So I feel like this movie that I'm going to bring up falls into the former category, where the movie itself was so bad that it became legendary and it spawned a TV show. If you can't tell what I'm fucking talking about, I'm talking about the great movie, Evil Dead. Uh, sorry, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Fucking love it. Like, uh, and that's, that's where I'm sitting with it. Where, like, you know, Army of Darkness was so bonkersly bad that it was phenomenal. And that's the thing. Like, I'm watching it as a current, modern, this, this day and age viewer so i don't know how it is for people who grew up at that time frame and if it was good then or anything i have no frame of reference here but at least going back and watching it i was just giggling throughout the whole last movie and it was awesome so so back then it was amazing and that is like a sequel to evil dead and evil dead 2 and the original evil dead is one of my favorite horror movies because it's just so campy and batshit insane so good i love it Uh uh-huh I believe the uh, the the strapping young lad video for love was based um, loosely on the whole premise from uh, Evil Dead, but I could be wrong. Really? I think so. Like watching the video, there's so many elements from um, the original Evil Dead in that video. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And that's so that's the thing. Yeah, like, that's a good point too. Doctor Ghoul says something in regards. Yeah, to Evil Dead. Dead was crazy yeah. for 1982. Impressed uh, Stephen King. Now, now it's just entertaining, and that's completely fair because you know, watching it modern day and going back to a horror movie like that, you know, you can't help but to giggle. The thing is, is that Bruce Campbell led uh, leaned in so hard into yeah, that did. campiness for Ash versus Evil Dead, the TV series. That, so like, good, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that oh my God. And they did such a good job with it. So, you know, like, instead of resting on the laurels or, you know, how critics over generations will, like, 
either change their ideas or be like, oh, this is bullshit or whatever. Instead of allowing that to occur, Bruce Campbell's like, fuck it. We'll lean into all of the criticism that we got and we will make the, we will take the campy tropes that everyone loved and go fucking insane with them. And they did. And if you haven't seen the TV show, fucking do it. It's so good. It is so good. Um, now let's get into worst horror movie. I, I have two, one of which I haven't seen. Um, I just, off of the title alone, I was just like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, so the one that I'm talking about that I literally saw it and I was like, eh, was called evil bong. So I watched watched it. Did you really? Excuse me. Okay. So hold on. What is. Oh, what, hold on, hold on. So I'm gonna get to Yanni because I realized I just skipped Yanni. That's not my fault. I that's 100 percent my fault. No, no, no. I'm just I'm I'm not I'm not staggered by that. I'm staggered by Evil Bong. Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, t- uh, Tommy Chong, I believe, wrote it. Um, but yeah, it's like a giant evil magical bong in a college dorm room that like <laughs> possesses people or whatever. And I was like, well. Okay, it's like, like polar opposite to how high, or not right? High, yeah, how high, uh, half, <laughs> half, baked? half baked. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. So there is that, and then my second one, and now it's just the premise of it because I mem- I mentioned Rubber earlier, and like the those kind of campy horror movies, they're they're the movies that you like hate to love and love to hate all in the same frame, like. I saw rubber and I'm like, this is fucking dumb, and I I like it. I don't oh, I don't like that. No. I like it. Rubber but... was amazing the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth times I watched it. <laughs> That's completely fair. The second one though that I would okay, hold on. There's there's two more then. There's deathbed, the bed that eats. So I have a <laughs> tiny little plot synopsis for you. Long ago, a demon fell in love with a woman and conjured up a bed on which to make love to her. The woman died during the act, and in his grief, the demon wept tears of blood that fell on the bed and caused it to come to life. While the, demons, while the demon rests, the bed's evil is contained. But once every ten years, the demon wakes up, giving the bed power to physically eat human beings. Only one man was spared, as the bed condemned him to immortality behind a painting where he must forever witness the bed taking its victims. The bed has passed from owner to owner until present day. So, yeah, What's deathbed. Knock off of Dorian Gray with the painting. I, look, I'm not Kinda, saying it's yeah, good or bad. Right. I'm just saying it's a deathbed well, that eats people. You might not be saying that. But. We're just um, saying it exists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the last one, at least especially for a guy, which I feel like this movie, if you want to, if you definitely want to help teach people like, hey, do not commit a, uh, a sexual oh assault God, on somebody else. Talk about that movie. It's, mm. it's teeth. Mm. Like that, I feel like that movie will teach anyone like, hey, like number one, if you need to be taught not to sexually assault someone, go see some help. Exactly. But number two, if you want to uh-huh. reinforce, if you want to reinforce that fact, number two. Make them, <laughs> ah, oh my God. <laughs> make them, make them watch Steve. That's the humor that everybody comes for. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. we're coming with here, by the way, podcast. We're just like, hey, duty. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like Teeth was just, oh. Like, I I already cringe a lot when I'm being, uh, when I not when I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, because, like, there's guts and shit out on the table. But, like, watching Teeth, I was just like, you know what? My giblets just hopped off and ran away. Like, nah, I'm not about that. 
But then again, I'm not out there assaulting people, so I ain't got shit to worry about. So all of you assaulters out there, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, um, fuck like, but all let's get to assaulters out there. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Um, so let's get to nice, Yanni. Yeah. Uh, what is the uh, worst horror movie, in your opinion, and why? Okay, so let me preface this by saying I am a huge science fiction nerd, above all else. But one of my favorite series, and one that kind of birthed my love for Sigourney Weaver, was the Alien franchise, specifically the first two movies. Yeah. I, I instantly fell in love with those movies, and then Aliens 3 came... I watched Aliens 3 with my dad... And I thought this wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. And then I watched Alien Resurrection, Fuck. and I realized that should have never existed. It yeah. ruins the franchise, and it just takes down this beloved character of Ellen Ripley. And then it get, and then don't even get me on the newer Alien movies after Prometheus and afterwards. I haven't watched those because I knew they were going to be dog shit. But generally speaking, those movies just. That Resurrection and 3 were just kind of the worst things to come out of one of the best franchises in science fiction. And then let me also state that I hate, I think anything by James Wan is instantly dog shit. Like, he is the, he is the textbook definition of campy, hornily written, just there for the gore horror movies like Saw and Conjuring spinoffs. So wait, is he the one who wrote Saw or no? Uh, yeah, he's the one who wrote Saw. Aw, damn. You're I mean, trying to you're you're trying to tell me a movie where the main villain is a guy trying to convince people that he's doing the right thing by making <laughs> by killing them with torture is a good is a well written movie. Then a Yakub would like to have a word with you. I mean, <laughs> like. I, I'm just saying there was an entire there's an entire like superhero well antihero that we covered that's effectively in the same realm. Um, so is like, it, is it I the was, Punisher? I was gonna say Punisher. Yeah. Um, uh, the Punisher is more or less. Well, the Punisher doesn't acknowledge himself as a guy who doesn't murder. He's just like, yeah, I kill people who I think are bad. Please don't look up to me, especially that's cops. Valid. Well, yeah. I, okay. That's. I'm, that's I'm not valid. gonna get into that. I'm not gonna Yanni. get into that though. <laughs> No, that's valid though. Like, and I can see the difference between you know Jigsaw and then Punisher, where it's like, I get it. I think what what appealed to me most about the Saw franchise was more the psychological horror behind the whole thing. That and Shutter Island, they did a really good job of that psychological horror aspect, which that makes the the Bro. that makes the psych uh, psychologist part of my brain just tickle in the best ways possible. So, so like, yeah, go. Uh, if you're a fan of Alien, Yanni, you will enjoy this. One of my good friends has an original 1979 Alien movie poster. Nice. Signed by Ridley Scott. Oh, get the Whoa. fuck out of here. Nice. <laughs> he, That's he, awesome. He, he that is, is fucking one of those awesome people, right there. like Dr. Ghoul in the chat, that like he lives horror movies. And right. Alien is his end-all, be-all. That was his favorite horror movie ever. And he has a Autograph by Ridley Scott, original like home. That is fucking amazing, man! Holy shit! Uh, poster for the original Alien. That's crazy. So in chat, uh, we have Ari saying that Sharknado was bad as well, and then Doctor Ghoul had two comments. The first one was, "You have to go a long way to find a worse horror movie that's not entertaining. The movie must be utterly without any value to be thought of as worse to me." And honestly, I can respect that take because. 
even the shittier, not super high value, whatever movies, they're still entertaining. Um, but Dr. Ghoul does have a worst. And he said, for me, my worst horror movie is the Gus Van Sant shot for shot psycho remake. I wanted to punch Van Sant for making that turd. And that's fair. That's very fair, especially because we did an entire like film studies class and like a couple of weeks were spent just on psycho specifically on the, how the lighting was used for it. And yeah. secondly, like the soundtrack and or lack thereof to provide what was needed to give that, like that, that feeling to the viewer. So yeah, like if you fuck that up, you, you fuck the tone of the movie and then it's just garbage. So I can completely understand that. Yeah. The um, remake was a pile of shit. Nah, I didn't like nah. even even my professor, he was like, Don't don't watch the new one. Like, this yeah, is the one no. you need to watch, just fucking don't. And I was like, Okay, gotcha, professor. So yeah, there's that. Um, Alan, what do you have for worst horror movie? So before I dive into that, I gotta say, like, when I watched Shutter Island, the second the movie ended, I looked at Lord Regina Morton and I said, Damn, they took Fight Club and made it boring. Um <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, goddammit. But okay, fair. <laughs> but no. So there's a movie called Mimic that I went to see in the theaters. I paid full price for a fucking ticket. And it's about these giant cockroach things that slowly turn into like the people that they encounter in the sewers that are there for God knows what the fuck reason. That thing was such a massive steaming pile of shit. I got up and walked out halfway through. So you, it was bad. That sounds like, like number me one. with uh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, don't or even. or me with uh, Avatar or Aragon. Like oh, I walked out of both of those movies. I don't uh, blame you. But, I, walked, um, I walked home pissed off that that movie existed. <laughs> like the thing is, is that you had my you had my fears kind of like tingling there when you were gi- mentioning like giant cockroaches. And I like I started flashing back to like the old men in black because I was like, ew, like I fucking hate cockroaches. They serve no purpose, just None. eradicate all of them. Fuck them. Well, actually, don't fuck them. them, kill them. I what? Huh? Did you just say you can milk a cockroach? Yeah, you can. Okay. <laughs> I have questions. Well, they. Do you, do you, the, do you actually hold on? Hold on? Hold on? Post <laughs> a video. You, you doing actually, it? Actually, stop. <laughs> do you actually want answers to those questions? I, I mean, okay, so I one question. The answers. So one question. Why the fuck do you know that you can milk a cockroach? Okay, so ugh, this is a Here is story. Just walk with me on this. Do you, okay. do you use tweezers? Like, I don't know what you do. Okay, I just know that it's possible, and it's one of the only things that will survive a nuclear fallout and I knew still that one. produce milk. Okay, that's the only reason I know because I was going down a loophole and I was like, "What happens if the world?" explodes you know what happens let's say people survive and then they were like oh well, we're gonna need to get this and this and this and i was like okay i get that and then they're like what about roach milk, milk? roach post milk. the video you milking a cockroach now i swear <laughs> to god I'm, i know they're gross <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting i won't drink milk yeah. <laughs> pick with a spoon or else it didn't happen i'm just putting it out there that you can milk a cockroach that's i'm just here for the fun facts okay I, okay, so Those hold on. Tiny udders, man. I, I hate all of this now. Like, no, no, look, I hate everything. Uh, because, bro, number one, I, I, I hate cockroaches. Bro, but that is... 
Doctor Who, that is hilarious. And but I, I tell you, I tell you what, though, man, a, a freaking a roach dairy farm does not take up that much space. <laughs> no, I look. You mentioned that it well to get as much as you would need to make at least one glass. I think it would. Well, and yeah, because you don't have, right like, right you you know, have like a teeny like, tiny little like. It's possible. You can't sit there on like little cockroach teats or whatever, and be like, ee, 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 like the no, like what the fuck? So, Fucking I hate this so much because I had to go Google this shit, right? So, uh, okay, it's true. this this species of cockroach, I'm not gonna whatever. There's a there's a whatever term there's for that a milking species. Roach? It's it's just like Diplo, there's a dairy cow. It's Diplo Diplopatera puncata puncata whatever. <laughs> Uh, so the members, the ah, dairy roach. members, right? The members of this uh, this cockroach make milk in quotes in the form of protein-like crystals to serve as food for their developing young. In recent years, scientists have discovered that milk-like crystalline substance and is nutritious and considered a complete food, as it is a good source of protein, carbs, and fats. Additionally, cockroach milk is considered a complete protein source, as it also provides all nine amino acids. This fact is important because most non-meat foods lack one or more nine essential amino acids, which is why cockroach milk has gained buzz as a non-dairy milk alternative. However, harvesting this is currently labor-intensive. No shit. They probably got teeny tiny titties and you gotta like, again, whatever. Uh, it involves kill. Oh, nope. Okay. It involves killing a female cockroach and her embryos once it begins to lactate and then harvesting the crystals from its midgut. Ew. According to one of the co-authors of a popular study, it's currently infeasible to mass produce the milk. The co-author estimates it would take killing more than a thousand cockroaches just to make 3.5 ounces of the milk. So there is your weird health fact of the of the of the podcast. Like well, cockroach milk and Cheerios, <laughs> part of a balanced breakfast. Do we have to blur the cockroach nipples? <laughs> no, it's an animal. You don't have to. I just I I don't oh my god. I just there's You're so welcome. many questions. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Today on Tony's Brain just, Busters with the key. Right? Like, that's so. Uh, I will say this for those of y'all who don't know, like, Tony loves to break my brain whenever, like, I'm either live on stream or recording this podcast. The last time he did it, we were talking <laughs> about the stupid fucking beaker or bottle. It's a Klein bottle. Yeah. Whatever. This Klein bottle thing. And I, I literally, my brain stopped working in the middle of stream when he, uh, when he showed me that thing. So yes, the fact that. Tony brought up cockroach milk, and then I just learned how f like good it is for you. I hate the world. Uh, uh, and that's, that's just where I'm leaving I this. I, I don't, uh. I just, like, who the fuck looks at a cockroach and goes, I can milk that. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, what fuck? you doing? I'm just ben, mainlining cockroach milk. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting some cockroach milk, bro. Like, I can drink that. Yo, I, I be, I, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I, I just, I, I, I <laughs> fuck it, Tony. Besides cockroaches, worst. Oh, you already went. Fuck you. I uh, here. You said the cockroach one. No, I just, no, no, was, no. no I was just oh, saying no. that. That was Alan. <laughs> God damn it. All right, fine. What's your worst horror movie now that we've expanded way too deeply on cockroach milking? Um, cockroach milking. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I don't, I don't think I have one. Like, cause even the ones that are bad, like Dr. Will said, are funny, you know? So they serve a purpose. I've never watched a, a horror movie where I'm just like, what the fuck was this colossal piece of shit? Why not? 
Because I just, I think all horror movies are good. Like, they all serve a purpose for something. You need to see Manos the Hand of Faith then. Yeah, that'll change your fucking mind. Also, <laughs> right, that movie real quick, terrible. Real quick to the podcast, that that sultry, beautiful chocolate voice was Devon, who's here hey, and I guess joining us with uh with uh our talk about horror movies and everything to do with them. So Devon, we're just going down the list and chit-chatting and going on rampages about cockroach milk. And uh when we uh what we'll do hey. is when we get to you, we'll ask about your uh favorite horror movie and then worst horror movie and why. Can I just say something real, 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 real quick? Uh-oh. Uh, I got on. I saw all you guys in, in chat talking about stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, today's podcast day. I wonder what they're talking about. Let me just turn on the stream and, like, find out. The very <laughs> first thing I hear is cockroach milking. Mil- I can't even say it. it was, it's so just, uh, that my mouth won't allow me to say it. That's all I wanted to say real quick. And that uh, made you want to yeah. in here? They made me want to go. I have to tell them that I was so very, very fucking confused. Hey, look, it's dairy free. <laughs> hey, You're honestly, welcome. I'm lactose intolerant, so this could be a win for me. <laughs> bro, this smells a bunch of cockroaches. Oh, bro. You know they're called palmetto bugs up here. Oh, no, they're two oh, different. Yeah. No, they're two different bugs. Yeah. Wait, palmetto really? bug isn't a, isn't a roach. Wait, but isn't it in there the it same is, cockroach it's, family? I think so, but it's not a. It's, it's not a cockroach. <laughs> so it doesn't have a band or anything, right? It doesn't cut its life. Oh uh, yeah, and shit. I absolutely agree with uh, Doctor Gould I, as well. Uh, oh, uh, so Doctor Gould did say in chat, if you're going to see Manos, the Hand of Fate, be kind to yourself and watch the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version. The unfunny one will open your veins. Fair. Yeah, very yeah. fair. I'm going to watch it's... the unfunny one. I'm going <laughs> to do it. I, I would like to follow up with that with I read MST3K and went, what the fuck? And you just like flawlessly just okay, cool. He knows. This man's about right. it. He's with the shits. Yeah, yeah it's caught me off guard. If you haven't seen anything that Mystery Science has done, like you'll love it because basically Mystery Science is kind of the idiot shit that like, you know, you and your friends would do where you smoke a bowl, sit on the couch and you just talk shit about a shitty movie that's happening. And that's exactly what Mystery Science Theater is. So the fact that they did one for Manos, now I kind of want to see it, if only because Mystery Science is fucking about it when they uh, when they say basically the things you're about to say while watching a movie. So yeah, I'm I'm completely there. Um, okay, so Tony said he basically doesn't have a, a shittiest horror movie. Um, let's go to Cotier. So Cotier, what is the shittiest horror movie or worst horror movie to you, and why? Ah, oh, fuck you. That's right. All right, go 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 on your fucking okay. rant. Fuck you. Have you ever read the book? No. Oh, oh yeah, you're read one the... of those guys. I'm one of those guys. Okay. <laughs> if it was called anything other than World War Z, and if they had never had Max Brooks associated with it, it would have been I would have been okay with it. I would have been perfectly fine with it. It's still a crap movie. Uh Helicopter Cat notwithstanding. But uh, it, it resembles absolutely nothing it, it, it resembles like in no way shape or form the book itself the book was a series of uh short stories written by max brooks about people uh during the uh the openings of the uh of the zombie invasion uh thing uh during and then the aftermath of it and in and of itself was so freaking awesome but then when they said, it's like, hey, we're going to do a book, a movie about it. And Max Brooks, uh, uh, son of famed director Mel Brooks, by the way, um, yep. 
when Max Brooks uh, was associated with it, he said, guys, you're deviating from it. This isn't World War Z. Like, what the fuck? And they were like, yeah, but this is better. And he was like, so you're saying that what I wrote was shit. Fuck you guys, I'm out of here. And that's when he backed out. And like, so yeah, I'm one of those people that if you're going to name something after a book, at least resemble the fucking book in one way, shape, or form. Otherwise, call it the fuck something else. Well, I mean, that that same principle could then be applied to, like, Aragon, Avatar. Like, real quick. I'm sorry. Actually, no. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that because Avatar uh, was based off of Avatar The Last Airbender, and it was shit even though they had the premise of it. It but strayed it, so far from the source material that it was it was it, just it didn't bad. though it didn't stray that it, far it from the source material. It technically didn't stray far. It was just it just shit. it was. Sh- I it agree was with here. but ah, I also I just want to quickly was... say, Akil, I knew for a fucking fact you were gonna immediately say Aragon. I knew that was gonna be the <laughs> well, very and, first. And, and I'll get thing. to that too. Yeah. And and here's the thing, and and I also think that that Aragon in and of itself. Uh, uh, doesn't fall under the same category because Aragon uh, had uh, uh, at least the premise of the books in the actual movie. Same thing with Av- uh, Av- uh, The Last Airbender having a premise of the first season of Avatar The Last Airbender in the movie. They were, so both, written ter- they were both written terribly and they both fucking sucked so World War Z strayed so far that it didn't. It wasn't World War Z. Anymore. It didn't. It didn't even resemble it at all. Okay. It was. It was. It was. It was. They had none of the narrative in it. Huh. They had none of the uh, 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 of the premise of it at all. Where it was. Uh, uh, this is the begin. This is the beginning told by a group of people in their different parts of the world. This is the middle told by those same people. Uh, from that part of the, uh, from their parts of the world, and this is the aftermath of World War Z, uh, uh, told by the same people from parts one and part two. Um, there is a an audiobook reading version of it, starring uh, a lot of fucking famous actors. Um, uh, I think uh, Nathan Fillion was part of it. Uh, oh, what the fuck? Hold on. Uh, there's a bunch. Let me bring up a list here. Uh, audio. While you're bringing that list up, I'd like to add, I may be the only person here that sat down and read Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter for the sole purpose I've... of complaining that the movie didn't follow the book on the way out and then forgot to complain about it. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> That's fair. I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where is that at? There's got to be... Okay, so the 2007 audiobook version, version performed by a full cast including Alan Alda, Mark Hamill, John Torero, uh, uh, Nathan Fillion was part of it. Uh, uh, let's take a look at the audiobook cast. Here we go. Uh, Max Brooks, of course, did the interviewer. Uh, Steve Park, Frank Kami, Nathan Fillion, Paul Servino, uh, Aid McCormick, Carl Reiner, uh, Walid Zutar, Joe Sanders. Uh, there's the fucking massive list if you want to bring it up. Al- Alfred Molina was in it. Um, uh, did the uh, part of the audio version of it. Uh, uh, wow, there's a lot of fucking people. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, really? I didn't know. Cal Penn. Like, huh. okay. Yeah, like this, like, here, let me send you a link. Yeah, uh, and I'll check it out. Discord. So... And, uh, but yeah, but like, but it had absolutely 
no resemblance to the original source material at all. The only thing that the original source material and the movie had in common was the title. That's huh. it. Now, if you take away the title and you just let it stand as a zombie movie, right? Take away take away the title and all of the gripe that like yep. it was based on X, Y, and Z. Yep. If it were just a standalone zombie movie, what would I your thoughts have, be then? I wouldn't have walked out of the theater. Uh, that's okay. That's fair. Aside from okay. that, like I mean, I I might have enjoyed it. Like I've I've since seen it, uh, but I regret having paid money for it because I thought that because <laughs> I thought that it was going to be the book because that's right. what they were because they were saying based off of Max Brooks's World War Z, and I'm right. like, fuck, that was one of my favorite fucking reads. Cause like I read, I've read that like a good dozen times since its release. Huh. It was so fucking good. Um, and so like it was, uh, but like I would have, I would have, yeah. If it was, uh, if it wasn't named after that and it wasn't uh, uh, advertised as based off of, uh, I probably would have enjoyed it uh, 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 a little bit at least. Um, I thought that the uh, CGI uh, was way, way too much. Um, it it made it look just, I don't know, it, it made it look bad without being campy, which campy horror movies are awesome, uh, which makes means that this one here wasn't, um, you know, and yeah, so it was like, yeah, uh, I, I, and, and I'm just, as much as I like, uh, like, uh, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, as right. an actor, um, I, wait, wasn't it Brad Pitt in that one? Who the fuck yeah, was in this Brad one? Pitt. See, I can't even fucking yeah, remember. Brad Pitt was in like that's how that's how bad it was to me is that I don't even fucking remember who was in it. Um, that's, right, Brad that's Pitt. As fair. much as I like, and Brad Pitt's a a, a really decent actor too, obviously. Um, and and I think that the role would have like I I I I feel bad that he was in that movie, because uh, I'm like poor life choices, but that's just me. Um, so yeah, so uh, uh, if we take that away, right, uh, right. Then I'd have to agree with Clay. Uh, Dr. Ghoul, uh, Manos, The Hand of Fate was by far one of the shittiest fucking goddamn fucking movies, horror movies ever. It was just, it was so fucking bad. Okay. It was so bad. So let's get to our resident, I guess, horror video game developer, uh, Riglu here. Uh, Riglu. So, Riglu, uh, what is the worst horror movie in your opinion and why? Uh, I mean, like, I I will not be able to pick one movie. I will just say that everything that is happening in normal world without any fantasy. Because, like, I hate movie, watching movies and playing games. I mean, like, maybe not playing games, but watching movie with uh, things that I can imagine myself in my head. Like, let's say, like, uh, the whole, how is it called? The Halloween guy. I forgot his name. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Mike Myers, yeah. Yeah, if you will tell me, like, okay, think about guy killing, uh, like, like, think about guy killing in Halloween. I will be like, okay, that's going to be probably just a guy in a mask with a knife, maybe something like that. And But when I will tell you, think about monster that kills during Halloween, you can have many ideas how the monster could look. And you're not expecting how it will look and how it will, will go. That's fair. Also, I do want to toss in a, a fun little fact um, about Michael Myers, by the way. So you guys remember the uh, the kid Michael Myers from the Rob Zombie Halloween movies? 
Yes. Yes. So my buddy is, well, was, because I guess it was filmed when he was younger, was young Michael Myers, or is young Michael, young Michael no, Myers. No way. Yeah, man. Like, right, it was really, it was really fucking wild. I was like, huh, you are a very handsome and nice young fella. You, but you as know, a child, could you not? You know like, what you should tell him? What? That his movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's no. for you Riglu. i got your back I, I mean, I'm like, st- no no i'm not saying i'm not, I'm, not saying I'm, not, I'm not saying that michael myers and his whole like whole like artwork was like bad i'm just saying that it's not it, it's it, it's not the kind of genre that is scaring me and there is no way that i can enjoy a film that i can imagine in my head no and i can understand that's completely fair like if it's not gonna have some sort of realism or something i i could i totally get that which means the the weird campy movies like rubber or deathbed or evil bong and stuff like that are just movies you're just not gonna fucking watch anyway because that's completely yeah. out so yeah, that, yeah that, no i that's understand why, that. that that's why pan labyrinth it's my favorite horror movie because it's yeah, basically so, the only one that is that's a, that was good that's fantastic. completely fair fucking love that um movie. so then spatuli let's get your uh your thoughts on the worst horror movie out there uh, worst horror movie that was considered a horror movie, uh, probably House of Wax. Ooh, that was funny. It, yeah, but it was considered a horror movie. That's the problem, right? And the I enjoyed it, but to a certain point, it played on every stereotypical person in in ever, right? So it had Paris Hilton in it, and it, she basically played Paris fucking Hilton, and then uh, the. The black guy was the stereotypical like mid two thousands black guy had a candy uh, a candy blue Cadillac with a body kit and it's like what the fuck's going on here and it was basically like if you've never seen it the premise is they get stranded or, or something uh, in a a literal house of wax museum and it's it's so it's so not done well. I'm just not a fan of it whatsoever. No, as, and a, as a horror, as a horror, I'm not like as a comedy. If you treat it as a comedy, then it makes a lot more sense. But it's not supposed to be viewed as that. Well, and so that's the thing. Like, is it is it bad because then it just became campy, or is it bad because it's just legitimately shit? It's like it's not even campy. It's just like it's below campy. That's the problem. Yeah. Because it's it's a serious it's it, it it was a serious so-called horror movie that can't even live up to being campy because it's that shit. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. Uh, let's see. Now we did get a comment about this movie in chat. The modern House of Wax was just an attempt to pull in the same crowd who liked the poor modern House on Haunted Hill and The Haunting. Tons of CGI and no style. Huh. Gotcha. I that is a really good take, actually. I I agree with that. I now I will say this, um, because again, most of you who are either watching this podcast know me in person or are have been with me on stream. You know, I have a deep love for tabletop games, and I will say there is one of my favorite tabletop games of all time that basically takes yep yep, um, and it basically takes this idea of these b-rated horror movie tropes and randomizes them and makes them come to quote-unquote life as you're playing throughout the game it's called betrayal at how uh sorry 
Betrayal, Betrayal at House on Haunted Hill. Hill. Yeah. Um, and it's phenomenal. Like, do not get the Baldur's Gate one, by the way. I straight up told them, like, I told the people that made the game. I was like, guys, you sold out this game just to just to be like, hey, we got Baldur's Gate. Dee hee. No, play the original with the expansion at uh Widow uh at Widow's Walk. Like that was great. But honestly, like if you want a good tabletop game that incorporates like B-rated horror movies for a good like a uh, board game night or something like that with your friends. That's definitely the Trails thing that it. you want to do for yeah, sure. Drop, it. It's a good one. I will drop yeah. whatever I am doing to play uh, betrayal. If I got a group. Yeah. Betrayal. Yeah, I get that it. my copy ha- is always in my car and ready to play. Like, and it's so worn that before they started to release updates for like quality of life up, uh, updates to like the cards or the sliders, I had all my shit laminated. I had different uh, like sliders 3D printed because I play that game so much that my game was falling apart. Like it's that good. If you want to hear more about my rants about that game, definitely check out Two Bats Gaming on YouTube. Um, we did an entire review top to bottom with that game, and you actually see. That. Yeah, you get to see my uh, my my personal game that I use every time I go out and play tabletop games. So there's that. Okay, that's a deviation. Um, but let's get to Spatuli already went, right? Yep. All right, Taylor. So what do you got for shittiest, worst fucking horror movie? I honestly don't have one. I, I, I don't watch horror, so I, I, I haven't. I don't like most of them that I see. <laughs> The few that I've actually set down, I don't like most of them. No, I can understand that. If that's the case, that's the case. Like, that just makes sense then. Um, and then we have our brand new uh, our brand new friend on podcast. So, Devon, what, we're going to ask you a couple of these just back-to-back and whys since, you, since you're here. So mm-hmm. we'll start with your favorite horror movie. What is your favorite horror movie and why? My favorite movie... I'm pretty sure the title is. Well, although I'm not sure if it counts as a horror movie more than a thriller. Um, okay. But Same deal. Don't breathe. That. What is that? Don't breathe. If I've seen the title correctly, it's one of my favorite horror movies because the whole concept is these two kids—not like kids, they're like maybe 16, 17, or whatever. Uh, they break into this dude's house because they see that he's got like maybe like five hundred thousand dollars in a safe. This dude's a blind dude, so they're like, ah, easy. We'll just break in, get the money, get the fuck out, right? But this dude's like, not ex- whatever, whatever your definition of most trained badass mercenary killer is. John Wick. That think that, but blind, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> that's so, somehow uh, more. It's ter- imagine blind a blind Wick. John Wick. Like, yes. you kill that motherfucker's dog, he's gonna go. But now and he's then got kill like, you. he's got like, like daredevil hearing. Where he can see oh, God. through being deaf, right? So these motherfuckers break into this guy's house, and he just starts fucking them up. And they're trying to run, they're trying to hide. The whole thing is the entire movie is literally you not breathing because the actors are doing everything they can to not breathe, so that way he doesn't find them and kill them. And yeah. so literally the entirety, like I think it's like an hour and twenty five minutes. And once you actually break into the house, the next like hour is you going, oh fuck, oh fuck. So that's why I really like that fucking movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's good actually. It's um uh Sam Raimi uh actually uh co-produced that uh, along with a couple of other people. Um, it's uh, that was a good fucking movie. Hey, you know I will say this just to tack onto that Devon. It reminds me of that uh that video game that came out. It was made by uh 
uh, what is it? Like, I think it was Dynamic Pixels that made it. It's called Hello Neighbor, where you're trying to break into this house, right? But the neighbor, like, it's a horror and stealth game. And the dude, if he sees you, he'll fuck your day up. So, um, yes, yes, way less cartoony, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's along the same lines. Break it's, into the yeah, house. I, you gotta I, be careful. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, so uh, on the podcast and also on stream, if you want me to play this game, let me know. I will play Hello Neighbor. There's Just let me, for it let me know. Yeah, is there really? For, yes, yep. there and there's is. even a second one. Yo, okay. Like that has my interest. That that definitely has my interest. So yeah, I'm down. So there's that. Now let's get to your uh, worst horror movie and why. Okay. So a little backstory. I used to be a bitch. I was afraid of everything. I couldn't watch <laughs> nothing. I would have nightmares. I would make sure I had like the blankets covered over my head and like all the lights on during the nighttime because so I watched something scary. Right? Worse than a kill. Worse than a kill. Holy wow. shit! That's that's bad. Wow. Like if it's worse than me, that's bad. So I started dating someone, and that person loved horror movies. So of course, now I gotta start watching horror movies, right? So my catalog of horror movies is not that grand. But what I will say from the the horror movies that I have seen, the one that I've absolutely hated the most and i'm like this is such a fucking waste of money why the fuck do they think this is a good idea like whose mind thought it was a great idea to wait like five years after this in order to make it a thing the movie that i hate the most slender man <laughs> how did they make that movie they made slender man in 2018 oh, slender man slender man they made it in like 2018 it Kind of, kind of followed the idea from the game that came out, but in general, it was just very shittily made. The story made almost no sense. It kind of worked towards the game, but also the extended lore that is where the creepypasta came from, but also not that at the same time. There were some jump scares, but like, kind of that's it. And even the jump scares that did happen weren't even like good jump scares. It was just a whole lot of fuck this. You want to know some fucked up shit? Hmm. So, uh, there were... Your friend because, worked on this. I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, no. But um, Slenderman actually had a real-life stabbing that happened because of it. Oh, and I remember... It happened, like, right so before the movie came out. And yeah, there was some like, shit like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it was, like, two 12-year-old girls that stabbed their friend to, like, sacrifice them to uh, Slenderman. And uh, yeah, like that was fucked. But talk about, I don't talk know. About memes gone wrong. My God. Well, no. <laughs> so I will say the better, the better version, obviously better than stabbing a child. That's uh, that was an homage to Slenderman. And I wonder if Devon remembers when I freaked out about finding this in the game. But Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare, the original one. Um, in one of the maps, you could look outside of the fence, and Slenderman would just whack, and it'd be there. And I was like, what the fuck? That was really, really well done. So, like, shout out to PopCat Games for, uh, for throwing that little Easter egg in there for all of us. So, yeah, um, there is that. So what we're going to do and get into now is we're going to talk about all three of these topics kind of at the same time, where we're going to talk about horror effects. Now, these are effects that are good, bad, CGI, real, all of that, and also... Does CGI add to horror or does it take it away? Because I know in certain genres, the more you stick to realism, the better it is or the more enjoyable and relatable it is to the audience. But 
I wonder, and we talked about this a little bit at the top of the podcast, does CGI add or take away to that in relative terms to horror? So that's that's kind of where we're at. And this is going to be open. Like, we're not just going to, like, you know, go one by well, one down okay. the list. So if, if we're going to do it that way, we got to understand how much money is being put into the CGI. Like, do we have examples of it? Because I'm sure there were tons of times where we've seen some shit and didn't realize it was CGI at the time. But now looking That's back fair. at it, it's like, oh, man, that kind of looks like shit. And are we talking like, does it have, uh, so we're, uh, for this one here, we're talking like uh, horror effects in general, right? Yeah, or in general. About, or are you talking about the CGI thing at the end? No, no, no. So all of this is at once, because I feel like this is what we okay. can just go on for quite some time yeah, and sure. anyone can go. Um, and that's why that's why I'm kind of asking it in this broad sense, because I want to learn because, again, remember, I don't watch as many horror movies as y'all do comparatively. And I don't I don't necessarily know what is good and what is bad because especially with horror we pointed this out earlier if it's an enjoyable movie even if it's campy or whatever like it still makes for an enjoyable movie so does that mean that because the effects were shit it was a good movie or is that just is that just what the fans say so we can get into all of that so whoever wants to go I let have, me the fuck know like I just go a, i got a question before we get started and this doesn't yeah go for it to this list but it's something i wanted to bring up and i just hadn't had a chance yeah and i'll ask the experts here do y'all consider once upon a time in mexico horror yeah because i've always thought of it like a horror action Kind of, You're talking about the Tarantino movie, right? No, it's uh, no. That's Robert once upon a time. Uh, I don't. You're thinking know. of once upon once upon a time in Hollywood. I can't help which it, is so, no, which is a great no. fucking movie, by the way. No, I was thinking of the one with Selma Hayek in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, from yeah, Dust no, Till Dawn. That's, that's uh, Robert Rodriguez. Oh. And I forgot like who all the cast was. I forgot this thing was like a loaded cast, but that was that was one of like I love that movie. And I, I was thinking about it while uh, after we went through, and I was like, "Well, I was like, is that a horror? Like, it's got some of the horror elements in it with like the occultism and like the, you know, them being vampires. I think it was that they were vampires and all that stuff. But I was like, I don't know if that's because I consider it more of an action movie than a horror. But I guess you'd call it like action horror or something. Well, yeah, because that's that's also a big problem when it comes to the horror genre as a whole. Because like something like uh, what is it, Underworld? Where it's like with the vampires and the lichens, shit like that. Like it's technically supposed to be a horror, but it's also super actiony and it looks like the fucking Matrix type stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I think anything kind of like video games too. Anytime the main characters like are mainly fighting back against whatever the threat is, then it's more. I would just consider it an action with horror elements. Versus yeah. if the main character feels like, oh shit, this person can literally die anytime because they have no control. Then it's horror. Yeah, well, I think that's uh, when you get into those, like, like you said, Underworld and stuff like that, and even the Resident Evil movies. Yeah. Was I considered those more like sci-fi action? Yeah. Because like it took horror elements of like traditional, like Resident Evil took your zombies, but they took zombies and made an action movie out of it instead of like the horror movie. It didn't have the, you know, uh, uh. I can't even. I've lost my train of thought. Like, like any suspense or anything like that. Yeah, like you, yeah. It was. You know, you're going to more be like fine. a run and gun movie with zombies and stuff like that. Kind of like World War Z. 
Like I know right, 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 right. like the movie. I never read the book. I saw the movie once, but said so, like I'd consider that more of an action style movie because they took zombies and then they you know made this out of it. So that's that's why I wanted to know because Once Upon a Time in Mexico is is one of my I guess if you consider horror that's probably my top top horror movie that I forgot about earlier. I'm gonna have to see this because it sounds great. And I love like I like action movies a lot. So like action movies that have elements of horror in them, I I like those. Well, well here, okay. Let, I, let, I, let me let me read the cast for you, and you'll really want to watch it. So it's got and Antonio Banderas, Salma Hayek, yes. Johnny Depp, yes. Eva Mendes, yes. Yes. Mickey Rourke, William Defoe, yes. and Danny Trejo yes. are all in it. God, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah I just remember that. Film. Oh, okay. Well. Totally. Since we're talking about things that do we or do we not consider to be horror movies, yeah, do you consider it. Gremlins to be horror movie? Isn't Gremlins like a horror comedy? Is that what it is? Uh, I'd say that it's uh, it would be con- it could be considered part of the horror genre. Oh, <laughs> what about Twilight? See, that's because uh, it's got it's vampires. Not really it's, uh, is that a I horror rom com? Yes, horror rom com. Oh my god! Like you guys just want me to punch you in the goddamn head. <laughs> I mean, are you, but are we wrong though? But yes. then, yeah, then, yeah, because then wouldn't Blade be considered a superhero action horror movie? Well, it is. Yeah, it, I mean, that's, yeah, that's exactly yeah, what the comic is. Yeah, Bro, well, that was the OG Marvel. Get him is. in the MVU. What the fuck are you smoking, Spatuli? Bro, I'm smoking everything, bro. <laughs> now, I will say, like, Devon, the reason why we, why we would say that, like, uh, horror comedy is definitely one is because I was going through, like, weirdly shitty horror movies earlier and one of them was called like evil bong it's and a good movie i haven't seen it that's why Watch i can't it. Give... oh, oh if we're gonna talk about good horror comedies fucking Shaun of the dead oh my yeah, god Shaun of the oh, dead yeah. for sure. you literally cannot Shaun talk about this really genre good. without yes. Shaun of the dead idle yeah. hands who watched that one i fucking oh love it I, 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 I just watched it the other day it's so good mm-hmm there's so much shit I have to watch. And, and Dude, what's her oh my god, you really do need to watch Idle Hands. It's well, no, so this is why good. I get yelled at every time we do a podcast that involves uh, movies, movies or TV notes. shows. Because I'm gonna... I have a podcast now. I can just go back and listen to it. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> that happen. Um, but, no, like, the... like. Every time we do a topic with especially movies or TV shows, it just becomes like, damn, like I'm the kid that doesn't get picked to play on the fucking dodgeball team or whatever because I don't know how to play. Like, like, because there's so much that I've missed out on. So it's like, fuck, I need to watch all of this. Do you so, need to watch it, or do you just need people to tell you to watch it, and then you can keep saying, "Hey, I should definitely watch it," and then you always have a thing to be like, "Hey, maybe one day we can hang out and talk about this," you know? And uh, and and my good friend I mean, Dr. Cool also has uh, something in just uh, commenting in regards to the uh, uh, Gremlins part yeah. of it. There, let's uh, see. It has Gremlins with chainsaws running wild on Christmas, but it's also funny as Looney Tunes cartoon. What? It is. Yeah. Oh wait, you Gremlins, wait. Yeah. Oh, Akil, you haven't seen that. That's what you yeah. see. Gremlins. The sequel is no. so much better as well, he says. I, okay, I have mixed feelings about that. I I want to say the sequel is actually better than the first one. It but is. I haven't seen either in like over a decade. That's so like, fair. that might be a movie night, Akil. That's, we might have to just make you watch it. Yeah, definitely like have to do that. Just come over. It's basically like satanic Furbies, bro. You can't figure out for a certain time. He's not wrong. And that's, and that's, saying, and that's <laughs> saying something, seeing how satanic Furbies already are. They already okay? are really fucking So like, think about that. If it's yeah. worse than that, that's but this okay. This is a good example of us talking previously about the whole CGI versus like practical effects. Yeah, and shit. right. Like I feel like 
for you, Akil, Gremlins would actually still be like, oh shit, oh fuck, because specifically all the practical effects in it still, in my opinion, look pretty damn good. Like, yeah, yeah you know it's an animatronic because you know now, but like in general, yeah, you would be like, oh, what the hell is that? I'll get this little thing off me. Oh fuck. Like, yeah, like, a good job. Gremlins was kind of right there at the absolute pinnacle of practical effects before CGI started getting mixed in. Like, just right there at the fucking peak of excellent practical effects. I can agree to that. But I will say, I know a lot of people do shit on CGI for, like, horror films and stuff in general. Yeah, it depends on the CGI. They have to be well done, though. That's the problem. I think anytime it's mixed in and it's just, like, blatant, like, CGI, then it's a problem. If it's mixed in with practical effects, then it could be really good. good. Right. Or... in 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 that light... Uh, look at um, like it's like the first episode of The Walking Dead, right? That little girl. I uh, don't know if it was the first episode or not, but that little girl there with like half her jaw fucking missing. Yeah, yeah. That was a fucking amazing. One of the best practical effects in in any uh, horror. Was that all prosthetics, like in makeup yes. and shit? No, most of it. It was a mix. Like, uh, huh. uh, 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 I'm pretty sure. Uh, either way, uh, that effect itself was fucking awesome. Like I, they did it, they did a really good job in that series too. Like it was a good series until it just uh, until it wasn't I can't anymore. Yeah. Well, like, apparently, so gonna... apparently, the seasons after I think what is it like? Is it five and six that are absolute shit? And then after that, it actually got pretty decent again when everybody left and they got new cast members, some weird so, shit like that. Okay, whatever. Here, one, thing, me, that, one me... thing that I will say about the about that is the seasons with Stephen Ogg in it are fucking amazing. Like I fucking love his character. But aside from that, eh. Well, no. So what I was gonna say is like, uh, real quick, for those of you who are watching, if you haven't seen The Walking Dead, whatever. Spoilers, I guess. Because I saw up to. All right, wait for the people who, I guess, don't want spoilers. And, and okay, so after Negan goes fucking bonkers with a baseball bat, yep. and they get to, like, that sanctuary area that's got that dude hanging out with a tiger, I was like, you know what? No. Like, I'm done. Like, this isn't enjoyable anymore. It it was. It, it, it did a really good job, and it spun off a series like Fear the Walking Dead or whatever the fuck. Uh, I like that, that was, at like, all. the West Coast. I never saw it. Um, But, like... You know, they had a good, they had a phenomenal concept and it was really good. And maybe this is me just like waxing poetic because it happened here in my state. So I was like, yeah, like this is great. Like I've driven to some of the places where the filming was done. It's fucking awesome. And then you go back and like you're, you're watching the wherever the fuck I left off and will not just continue. And I'm like, eh, like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I just it's just not appealing anymore. So I'm like, nah, fuck it. Like, I would rather watch uh, I would rather watch something else. That's a TV show that's meant to be, you know, it brings in elements of horror and tells a good yeah. story. And I feel like my favorite TV show currently and still running that does it so well. And now I know Ari, I know Ari and I are going to fight <laughs> on this a little bit. Is American Horror Story? Like I feel like they did a really, really good job. Okay. Um, there are some seasons that I was just kind of like, eh, on, okay. and then other ones that I was like, yo, this is fucking amazing. Right. Um, but I feel like American Horror Story does a very good job, no matter what the season is, at least, to mix in these elements of horror and fear, as well as 
pushing a well-written plot forward. And that's something a lot of these, uh, in my opinion, a lot of these horror TV shows or even zombie TV shows, whatever, they don't seem to get right. And it doesn't keep the viewer engaged or wanting wanting more. They're just like, oh, hey, blood and shooting and death and well, ah, someone died. Right. You're a fool you, if you don't think Love, Death, on... and Robots is scary and good as fuck. No, what? yeah, Love, Death, and Robots was good and so was... um. What was the one that came before Black it? Mirror. Black yeah, Mirror. Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Yeah. I, I think Black Mirror is really good was... for like live action shit. And then Love, Death, and Robots is a fucking fantastic for animation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you want to talk about a fantastic set of animation? Uh, the Animatrix was phenomenal. Actually, honestly, yes. Yeah, yes, it was. But that's not really horror. Would you consider it? Oh, yeah. uh, there were, there were was creepy. ones that had it was horror to it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, am... I'm above animation. Okay, you're here. above. Animation. He is the no, ascended no, Italian. <laughs> this, is, this is coming from Spatuli. When he is a god ago, above all other ghouls. A couple of months ago. Now, again, if you're on the podcast, definitely check out the Twitch channel because this clip exists. I was talking about manga, and I forget who the fuck I was talking to uh, about manga. Uh, me, I think. Yeah, me, you and, and I are talking about Demon Slayer. Yeah, and Spatuli just goes, what the fuck's a manga? In the most stereotypical, like, heavy Italian, Italian accent yeah. ever. Like, you could taste the marinara that came off on that. <laughs> like, it was just, oh, God. So, yep. yeah. But I will say this. I, again, I really think that, like, you know, when you have a psychological th uh, thriller like Black Mirror, that, like, because even the, the, the one where it was, like, um, <sighs> I think it was the one where you could record uh, like conversations and uh, like your day and shit mm -hmm. like that. It's like fuck, tech like this isn't too far off. Or like you know, it's it's a psychological thriller because you're like fuck, like this is potentially a thing. And then you go into Love, Death, and Robots, and you're like, oh shit, it's this. But we can go even more insane with it because it's animated. Like I I highly suggest both of those for anyone who wants a good like psychological thriller. Uh, whether it's animated for Love, Death, and Robots, or it is uh, uh, live action like Black Mirror, you'll have a good fucking time with both of them. That's for oh, damn sure. I, I right. might have missed when you guys were talking about it, but did you already go over the like the differences of like horror genres? Like, I know no, we've talked about horror comedy or like suspense and thrillers and stuff like that. No, or we just kind of were. We've been bouncing back and forth, and every time we brought up something and wanted to clarify, is it horror or is it not? Then we would just tackle it at that time. We didn't do uh, we didn't do it at one go. But if you want yeah. to, go for it. Well, but, not necessarily to cover all of it, but just like to say, I think the different types of horror will also affect like what you are afraid of and how you're gonna like it. Like for me, the horror shit that fucks me up the most is anything that's satanic, anything that's like uh, spiritual demon type shit Rosemary's that will fuck baby. me up. How are you supposed to fight that? Like I can't throw hands with a ghost. As yeah, far as I know, throwing crucifixes. I mean, bro. <laughs> I, I don't have any of the mommy. You just say, "Yo, then you have that shit. boy, what's good?" Yo, hold on. Bro. Haven't you watched? If you haven't watched Supernatural, you always know you're gonna keep hula hoop. Yeah, the salt and the hula hoop was my favorite meme. Ever. That was a good one. I like, <laughs> like that. The aggressive um, hula hooping. I was like, "Yep." Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna post uh, a YouTube link in uh, the main Discord here. Uh, it's time stamped. Uh, it's one of the last scenes from um, Night of the Living Dead. Um, and I, uh, will I get hit with the DMCA if I play that live on stream though? I, uh, only if you do. It's like what you got like thirty seconds or something like that before yeah, you can actually hear something. some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'm just going to, I'm, it's going to be at the spot that I want you to watch from. Okay. Uh, it's not, uh, a, like in regards to a horror effect or something like that, but this guy here is a zombie. Okay. And right. uh, he's playing a zombie. Yeah, don't mind the makeup because again, it was like the set like 77 and it was like the first fucking zombie movie ever. Okay. Um, and, uh, but the guy that's the zombie, look at his feet when he's walking. That is look some of the best. Zo- that, th- yeah, look at his feet when he's walking. It's got to be some of the best zombie acting I've fucking seen. Oh, yeah. And then, Devon, that's another thing that we were talking about, which is um, when it comes to zombies, there are zombies from all different types of influences, whether it is the old Romero-style zombies from way back in the day to, like, the Back for Blood zombies that you have different special zombies and shit like that. And one thing I think we were going to talk about coming up, and I'll, I'll do that after we watch this, uh, this scene here, but um, what, I was, what I was wondering is, what is a, the, the, the person's preferred zombie and why? Like, that's something I did want to chit-chat about. Because I feel like everyone has a style of zombie they enjoy watching or interacting with the most, but... I'm curious as to what that is for everybody and why, if that makes sense. At least for me, again, I think it ties into what type of horror genres you like as a whole. Because, like, if, like, with, all right, so example as like Walking Dead, right? That's more like a drama than a straight up horror. So having slow, at least as far as I've seen, having like slow, like, walkers and shit like that, like, it fits for that genre. Like, it, it lets you be able to breathe out actual character development and all these other things for that. So I get it. But if I was watching like, I don't know, like Underworld or some shit like that or Resident Evil, if all the zombies were slow as fuck and they're just like plinking heads because it's just like, oh, it doesn't matter. It'd be boring, you know? So at least for me, the whatever the story is for said movie or show will affect whatever type of zombie I like. Now, if real life happened and zombie shit start happening, I want walkers because I don't <laughs> want to run. I've seen zombie land. I don't want to do cardio. Fuck that shit. Yeah, that's fair. And, but, uh, yeah. No, that's a, that's a solid point. And uh, we even got it in uh, in chat where uh, the World War Z zombies, the zombies that can run, fuck that noise. And that's that's fair. I mean, there's also the zombies from like all like video game culture where you have like mutated zombies for some weird reason. Yeah, any that, type uh, of mutated zombie? No, please, I don't want it. Like for again, movies and games, zombie, sure. Bro? Like hot zombies. Honestly, yeah, I can deal with you want you don't want Shangri La fire zombies, bro? Yo, oh, okay. I about Shangri La. Okay, wait, no, no. Oh, like the fucking monkeys that steal your perks? Yeah, okay. No, no, no. I don't, I don't <laughs> want that. Shit. If we're talking about if we're talking about video game zombies, though, I will say like. I think the one thing that has stayed phenomenal across the Call of Duty franchise with zombies is the sound. That's such an yeah. iconic sound <laughs> that, like, you know that that's a zombie. And there's actually um, someone did like a trap dubstep mix on YouTube that I play every Halloween creepy season, um, specifically with that like zombie cry out loud. Yeah, it's like a zombie it's- using a harmonica. It's weird, <laughs> like, but it's so it's so well done. It's like this weird synthesized zombie cry that's just like, fuck. And then you're just like, well, I this is how I die now. I will so, say, yeah, Call of Duty Zombies, like for zombie video game type stuff, low key is the most like influential type of zombies I think there is. Because like anytime someone thinks of, oh, snap, like what's going on? What would be really scary if it happened right now? All you hear is. 
Yeah, exactly. The only oh shit, the round started up. <laughs> the only other iconic like thing in video games, at least when it comes to zombies, and I did it earlier in the podcast, is <gasps> boomer, and that's that's it. Also like, true. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And I've I've heard that yelled more than like <laughs> any other type of phrase. And I haven't even played like the Left 4 Dead's. Like I play a little bit of them. I didn't play it, but I hear boomer. I'm like, oh shit, I know what's Yo. about to happen. So by the way, you down for Back for Blood after the podcast? If it works. Okay, true. <laughs> that's, true. Like, that's true. That's true. On the subject of favorite zombie types, I think, yeah. you know, especially given my age, the massive horde of shamblers has got to be like the best thing because it's such mm. like a like the, the visceral nature of seeing like thousands of them moving very slowly towards you and you don't have anywhere to go is something else entirely. And there's actually a story that I have just sitting in the back of my head that I can't figure out how to write where, you know, it's, it's based around millions of those shamblers and the last few humans on Earth, which is pretty predictable. But the climax of that is uh, the hero of the story comes through with a Churchill Minesweeper, which is a tank that has a giant roller covered in flails and just leaves a trail of black behind it everywhere it goes. I'm just going to say spoilers. Like, come on, man. I was getting ready to read that <laughs> shit when you wrote it. Goddamn. Now I know how it um, is. I, I will say, like, that's something that a lot of people think that they're good with is like, no, nah, like, I'm cool. I can survive the zombie apocalypse. I got no, my I guns and my now. ammo. But, my like, thing is, like why would you even that. want to live through that? Like, Basically, yeah. Ew. Like, yeah, the people that you know generally will just be gone. Like, your loved ones are probably gone. And the thing is, is at some point, you're gonna run out of ammo. And unless you're, like, a badass like Michonne, where you figured out that zombies are attracted to, like, stench, so you're willing to, like, cover yourself up in that muck uh, and keep, like, little zombies on leashes attached to you so they can't find you, that's not really living. And, like, at that point, is it worth it? But I'm going like, to make it a while. I'm going to make it a while. Yeah, exactly. Same. I'm going to be around yeah. for a bit. I don't, I don't need ammo to kill a zombie, all right? I mean, look, I, I'm really good with a bow, so and I know how to make arrows out of sticks, so it's not that complicated. Especially Whoa, watch think, out. We got, got a Boy Scout over here. Not, you got to think about this, right? You, look, you got to think about this. Because, <laughs> because shit, check this shit out, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm the Sicilian Robin Hood. Leave me alone. Um, here we go. Yeah, I'm, but you got to figure this, right? So at least in the Walking Dead world, which those are my favorite zombies because they're the most realistic, right? I like realism zombies. To I'm me, also gonna... sorry, go ahead. To me, a zombie that's like, okay, mutated 100,000 times and has the strength of the fucking Hulk, that's cool. But let's leave that to video games, right? But for me, you got to think about this. If you think of the Walking Dead world in a sense, right? Since it's realistic... You know, if you're in that scenario for more than five to ten years, those so-called zombies, most of them, at least by ten-year mark, will be decaying so much you can hit them with a spoon and they disintegrate. True, true. So, I'm just saying, you're going to live over time if you can find the resources to live that long. Now, that's fair, but I feel like figuring out what that survival time rate would be is is kind of your your threshold there because well i mean what's I think, the average rate of a body decomposing well i don't know because they don't use a circulatory system anymore like and and that's a i actually brought that up in chat uh neil degrasse tyson actually did an interview 
about uh, what would happen if zombies were a real thing. And he actually broke all of that down. So if you're going for absolute realism, then Spatuli is right on the money here. Like, you just, a couple of years and you're good to go. Like, they'll, they'll be gone. The thing is, though, you're looking at that point for what caused the zombies. Is it a pathogen? Like, you know, if you breathe in the air around a corpse, do you get infected? There's a lot of follow-up questions to that if you're going to bring in all of that realism as well. Because the zombie virus in almost every kind of lore or canon or whatever you want to call it, it's a fast-acting, mutating something. Whether or not it's the virus, and we look at Resident Evil for, like, the T-virus or shit like that, and you've got a weird corporation that's, you know, doing weird shit. Um, or you have, is, is it airborne? Is it, you know, all of these other questions then come into play if we're going to go hyper-realistic with that. So on one end, Spatuli's right. You could outlive it. But on the other end, can you survive what's causing it? So there was a, a Facebook page I used to follow back in its heyday called Zombie Apocalypse Preparation, and I bought their book. Um, and one of the things that we talked about was dealing with different kinds of zombies. And my favorite is like the OG created by evil magic zombies. And my best idea was a fire truck full of holy water. <laughs> but you know eventually going to run out. Well, so, but hold, technically, you can have unlimited supply if you become a priest. You just bless it. Yeah, but you have to be you have to be an ordained in order to be, create holy water. So, Bitch, I can get ordained online. That's what I'm saying. That. You get <laughs> you get ordained, so you have Ooh, proof that you're ordained, that. and then you have the whole ocean's holy. Okay, but now here's the problem with that, right? Do any of you guys have internet during the zombie apocalypse? That's why you do it before. So are you going to do it right now? As we do it, next Wednesday during podcast, we're all getting ordained. <laughs> Listen here. Only. At the end, at the end of the day, if a zombie apocalypse does happen, I'm moving to Africa. You know why? Because they've ah, God damn it, fuck you guys. <laughs> but no, I, I will. Oh. I will say this though. Like, and how dare um, you step on my joke, you bastard? <laughs> if, <laughs> if you guys liked uh, the Walking Dead, if you want like a funnier version, Z Nation was great until like the last couple seasons. That's true. Dude, I, I never watched Z Nation. Is it is it worth? Dude, it, dude, Z Nation like the first four five seasons, great. But the, mm. after that, it's almost like The Walking Dead. After that, people just start like it got shittier and shitty, more campy, more campy. But uh, overall, like the first few episodes of Z Nation was fucking great. And yeah, the premise is so fucking interesting. The premise is so interesting. Okay, and See, I won't spoil huh, it because a lot of people have never seen it. I catch yeah. a lot of flack because I cannot stand The Walking Dead. Hey, man. I get no, it. I mean, I'm kind of with I, you. Like, I watched, like, nah. the first four seasons, and then I was like, just like... Again, yeah, same, I, honestly. I, I watched until um, Rick disappeared. <laughs> I got, like, the Coral! First, I got the first season in, and I was like, this show has more filler than a shonen anime. Okay, like, like Dragon Ball Z does not have as much filler as The Walking Dead did. I'm like, I was just sitting there watching it. My buddy's like, you know, you got to watch this show. It's awesome. I'm like, when's the fuck is something going to happen? Well, you got to yeah, realize when that show first came out, they shot the pilot season and I think it got picked up for 12 seasons. So after that, they're like, oh, well, we got to milk this because 12 seasons of anything is ridiculous. Yeah. As, as Look, 
I'd be a little more okay with it if they included the narrator from Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, next time on zombies. And like, <laughs> you know, I'd be I'd be a lot better with that at least, because then I knew like, okay, I'm gonna get into some bullshit, but you know, it's gonna be worth it. But I don't know, like The Walking Dead was good for like five or however fuck many seasons until you know he got his head bashed in. But like after that, I was kind of like, and but I tell you what, like Jeffrey Dean Morgan is phenomenal. He plays such a good bad guy as Negan. And I almost bought a uh, a signed Lucille baseball bat from him. But I was like, no, like okay. as as cool but as that Keely, would be. Like eh. you'd really you'd really love this. Do you know he he runs and owns a uh, cow sanctuary in New York? What? Sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what? He, run, wait. he runs a cow rescue. Why do you and Tony know such random shit? We went from milking milking cockroaches to knowing <laughs> that Jeffrey Dean Morgan has a cow sanctuary. Yes, yes. What? How, <laughs> how did you not know that? Why? Okay, I guess I'm the nope. one that's left out of here. And the, no, no, next thing you know, I know. I, I, think oh, so, I don't know that. Next thing, met- next thing, Devon's gonna know about that stupid fucking flask that broke my stupid fucking brain. It's a Klein bottle. It's not a it's fucking a, flask. <laughs> it's a stupid bottle or flask or whatever the fuck it is. Don't be ah, nice. You don't understand. Physics. It's a jar. Okay. Whoa! But, Watch here, maple syrup. But, okay. But seriously though, what The Walking Dead did, and it showed the the mainstream um, TV companies that people can and will be locked into a certain series for a long time because you gotta remember the walking dead came out a long time ago and before that there really wasn't a graphic uh, better well okay here we go but when when they when that tv show first came out there really wasn't a like show to show to show storyline as complete as The Walking Dead for the There's most part. Spe- yeah, but still, <laughs> but still, like, I'm, I'm, but still, that's that's freaking doctor's shit. You know what I'm saying? That's almost like daytime TV is shit. It really wasn't like a nighttime show that okay, well, from season to season, the storyline is going to be really cohesive, especially on a smaller network like AMC. But I get it. It was it was starting to build traction because. Before, was it before The Walking Dead? Well, Breaking Bad, right? Before, it was before, right? Yeah, it was Breaking Bad, yeah. Breaking Bad, then The Walking Dead. So, like, AMC, I guess, well, I could say AMC in general made that super popular, where show to show, it's so cohesive, it's just a super extended movie. And now that's, like, all you see, pretty much. You really don't see episode, like, episode to episode shit anymore. Like, where each episode's different. Like, Black Mirror, Deep obviously. Space but... Nine did it first. Well, I I'm, will say, I'm like, not saying they did there, it first. I'm saying they they the ones who really super back popularized. Then, there it. was there was a good era of TV that existed where like you would get a really good show once a week, and it was like amazing, and it was going to last quite some time until the writers and or producers or whoever the fuck was responsible fucked it. Looking at you, Game of Thrones, go fuck yourself. I was, <laughs> but about, like, I was about to say, like, just about all TV falls into like one of two categories, either. It gets canceled. Firefly. Or yeah. it um outlives its lifespan. Like I, I respectfully to dra- yeah. try to drag I respectfully it out disagree. There's uh, I disagree. Uh and I'm gonna cite one example and only one example that I know of. Okay. That doesn't do that. It is a Canadian show called Corner Gas. I thought you were gonna uh, say Letter Kenny. Nope, because it's not over yet. Right, um, next season, <laughs> next next season of Letterkenny, I think is coming out in December. By the way, okay. Um, 
from what I from what I hear. But don't quote me on that because I didn't get it from an official source. Anyway, well, you're the Canadian. Um, you're supposed you you know them right. <laughs> no, you're just down the road. I was about to say, there's only like hate you. I hate you all. There. I hate every single one of you. I hope you all die. Fuck you. Um, wow. Enjoy your sack of milk, weirdo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so long, uh, hey, man, at least we're not wasting like that plasticky, unrecyclable cardboard shit. Fuck you. Um, plastic jugs, okay? We in the south Anyways, out here. I get my uh, milk delivered in glass jugs. God, I get it straight from bags. the udder. What's good? <laughs> yeah, you can just eat Tony out there. Tony gets it straight from the garbage. fucking roach. Anyway, look, Tony, I, 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 I walk out back to Bertha and I get my milk. God damn it! I tell you what, boy. I tell you, no, and then Devon Devon goes ahead and gets it straight from Jeffrey Dean Morgan's cow sanctuary. Like, yeah. fuck so, it me. It's because I'm. <laughs> No. Call. Corner gas. the whole is left. Corner uh, gas left the arrows um, before it got to the point where, like, it was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is still going on. Um, it was. It was still funny. It was still popular, and it was still uh, like they they basically pulled a George Costanza and they left on a high note. And okay. And 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 it worked out for them so much that uh, they actually have an animated series now. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the original actress that played the main character's mother uh, isn't in it because she passed away before it uh, before it started. But um, it, it's it's a really good show. If you haven't seen it, if you have an opportunity to find out uh, to watch it, it's fucking hilarious. It's one of the funniest fucking shows uh, with a lot of Canadian uh, 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 idioms and stuff like that in it that are that is funny and. Uh, not as, and it's more family friendly than Letterkenny is. Um, not to That's say that Letterkenny is Letterkenny isn't good because I fucking love that show, fucking hilarious show. But Corner Gas is like the epitome of, um, the epitome of Canadian, like wholesome comedy. I will say this, uh, in reference to Letterkenny and then also horror movies, I really just want to see Wayne get into a fist fight with a zombie now. Like, I would, fucking, I would pay to see that. I, I would I would pay to see Wayne just beat the shit out of a zombie. Just saying. A bunch of them, yeah. So, okay. Now that we're getting back into, like, horror movies after that wild Canadian tangent, um, in, in and of itself, I guess. How do you um, feel about Canadian horror? No, well, no. It's and not so real it's horror. Canadian horror? <laughs> well, no. So I think the only just says sorry every time he stabs you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like okay, wait, wait, okay. Now that's got me on a huge tangent because you know that there's like that horror movie about the the giant tire, right? Yeah, and, like, yeah right. Goes, I'm, I'm just picturing like a horror movie based around a moose. No, and the, so that's the thing. <laughs> I also feel like that's the reason why this is this is either why the Canadians are safe from zombies or why they're fucked because zombie if the moose. zombie virus, yes. okay, zombie. No, that's yeah, what zombie. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime animals can turn into zombies, that's the worst time. Yep. Right? Fucking because hate like that. Like, first of all, I didn't realize it's just the only how way like, the, it's the only way the zombie Nisar? virus would, it would actually only, uh, we kind of have something like that already. In Canada. Stop it, Yanni. Wait. Yeah, uh, like, wait, yeah, cordyceps. Are you talking about that parasite, oh, yeah, those are, those are just Yeah, yeah right now. Yeah, cordyceps that, but there's take also, off. Uh, of, uh, oh, my, my bad. You go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no. In uh, in a lot of environments where bullet ants exist, there are cordyceps that basically just kind of grow inside the in the insides of a uh, ant. And basically, they kind of just take over all autonomical functions until they have it kill itself that so that it can be picked up by a bird and then uh, eaten. 
And uh, oh. another another parasite that's kind of similar, but I don't think it could pass as easily as cordyceps is that if you've ever seen uh, a snail that's been infected by a certain parasite. Oh, yeah, that is it's crazy. the ones with a pulsating kind of eye uh-huh. where ah. that's, you're looking at the parasite itself. I but guess what? Red and green. but oh. uh, cordyceps is the most likely as fungi tend to hop from species to species uh, easily, just like how HIV hopped uh, from species to species. Ah! So I just, I, I just Googled, like, just snail parasite, and ew! Yeah, and you got that, that would be it. Ugh. I don't like that. I, trust I don't me, like it that likes you. Also, it, it does um, not. It would be all up in your beard. Brings up a very, very valid point, by the way. Yeah, if Canadian geese ever become zombies, we're all fucked. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why I figure, okay, if it is not animal transmission, Canadians are safe because y'all zombies will freeze, you'll be fine. And then, you know, while you probably can't train a moose, like, or if you can't train a meese, then you're kind of fucked. But the meese will also just like see the zombies as a. something walking on its land and fuck it up for you anyway. But if there are zombie meese, y'all are fucked. Like, y'all are done. Because I'm pretty sure at that point, a zombie meese will just come charging through your fucking house. Like, them meese yeah, could tackle y'all's cars just because. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Uh, that and polar bears. Uh, we'd be fucked if they got into the polar bears. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know That's how many. The last time you saw a polar bear, personally, not yeah. recently. See, See? Um, however, however, there's a couple of uh, towns in northern Canada that have a uh, bylaw in it, uh, in them saying that they're not allowed to lock their car doors and stuff like that. What? Because, oh yeah, do you know why that is, Devon? Uh, they, they have bylaws saying that you can't. Uh, Wait, one second uh, on the phone. What? Oh, okay. I guess he's on the phone. I guess he's. Doing something? You can't lock your car doors. Yep. No, you don't lock your car doors in those in those areas. And the reason is, go. Uh, uh, the amount of polar bears in the area, um, they have to keep them unlocked in case you need a safe place to go away from the polar bears. And polar bears can't open car doors. I thought you were like, going to say they can open the car doors and they hide in there or something. I was like, yo, I got to get to work, homie. You better yeah, explore could, it. Let's go. Could you, could you imagine? That would like, be hilarious. Don't get me wrong. Calling your boss and just being like, yo. There's a fucking bear in my Acura. Like I'm not, I'm not coming in. I mean, Sorry. like you, if you're talking about bears opening a doors, I guess you have never been in Russia. Yeah. I think the only thing keeping, no, I, I think the only not. thing keeping polar bears. Canadians from being extinct is polar bears' ability to open I mean, like, doors. Polar bears and bears of the same shape. Like, Canadian Canadian grizzlies can. Yeah, as I was say, American grizzlies will fucking open the car like a fucking tin can. Like they yes. just rip the top off. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. The only the only reason why I think that polar bears are deadlier than Sorry, grizzlies is because grizzlies or polar bears can survive in the cold, where grizzlies will like try to hibernate. See, this is why I'm happy I live in Georgia because the only fear that I have of something bonkers going on is Florida. Like, hey, now hey, it hey, is hey, a hey. terrifying concept. Hey, we're used to but... it, buddy. <laughs> like well, I mean, I, in Georgia, we're close enough to the fucking Appalachian Mountains that you kind of got to worry about like Wendigos. That's what I mean, you worry yeah, about. Sam's branches. But let's see. Uh, Doctor Ghoul said a moose one bit my once bit my sister. 
is your sister okay? He's a moose now. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. You know what? That's the next. That's the next uh, vampire thing to come out of Canada, right? It's just <laughs> vampire moose or vampire meese. <laughs> like, isn't that a werewolf moose? A, a, a werewolf <laughs> just at the side of maple syrup you're like gah, gah, bah, and then you transform into a moon like, <laughs> what the fuck first thing i do uh, is go fuck up a killer whale yeah right like oh you wanted to 1v1 me let's go we settle all- this now bitch <laughs> what a what a fucking wild animal though like that's that's absolutely insane um so yeah, okay. So let's get into let's get into the final thing I guess we want to touch on, which is anything anything horror related that is just your favorite thing or your most hated thing. Like whether it, that means it's a trope where it's like, oh man, because you remember in like old scary movies, there was always and Spatuli touched on this earlier, where like you would always have the the ditzy hot girl that always trips and it takes forty seven years for the killer to reach her and then kill her, or you get like. The, the then this is back in the day don't yell at me podcast this is a movie trope that exists but that like it was always the the black dude that got killed first right so are there tropes in mo- in horror movies that you either love or hate or love to hate hate to love whatever like go for it the fact fuck jump that, scares yeah that too but the fact that to be in a horror movie you have to have the iq of about five that's, like, that's why I never got into uh, horror movies. Is it's just like, hey, look, if you did this, you would be alive right now. And they're like, like if it's obvious what to do to get out early. And I'm not saying all of them, but this is a a big reoccurring occurring theme. That like, there's a simple solution to get out of this situation, and we're just gonna ignore it. Yeah, I, no, I agree with you on that. Well, okay, I, I can, it's not necessarily that you have to be dumb, but I do agree with the whole concept of all of them are dumb. Like, the, well, it is it's super lame. And so, so I know um, Ari said in chat, and she said uh, everything in all the scary movie franchises. I will give them yeah, credit for this, though. I they, love that shit, though. They made, they made so much fun of those exact tropes, yep. and that's why I liked it, because, like, it pointed out the so many glaring repetitive issues that existed in that trope that I'm like, you know what? I got to give it to you. Number one, uh, son, uh, son, that jacket's tight, son. And then number two, <laughs> I was like, expecting that. What? That was the ringtone of an entire generation. Yo, yes, shout but... pick up the phone. <laughs> uh, all I, and I'm going to say this. Um, I, I will say that in my opinion, uh, the scary movie three was by far the best. Oh yeah. Fucking scary movie of those, of that series. I agree. Um, but two, two's pretty up there though. Two's it is. Yeah. There. But two, uh, but two doesn't have Leslie Nielsen as the fucking president. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. But dude, the, yeah, dude, when he starts pissing in his mouth with his finger, it's the funniest fucking <laughs> shit. It's <laughs> so good. Oh fuck, what was it? It's um. That's how uh, we say hello. Because because wasn't it also like uh uh the grudge? Was it? It was I like, think was like who too. was it? Wasn't Wu Tang in it too? Uh, yeah, red. Yeah. Or no, it's Method Man. Method Man. Yeah. There was a couple of them. There was like like half of them, I think. Um, 
like freaking what you got was in it red man macy gray like just like like if not like these it's like my favorite line in the entire thing okay um uh is uh after uh, macy gray kills everybody including herself with a bazooka leslie nielsen this is my favorite line in the entire thing these men died for their country send flowers to their bitches and hoes <laughs> you know, but see, fair. to me, that doesn't compare to the dinner scene in two, bro. The Come dinner on, scene in man. two is fucking flawless. Are you Mind kidding me? Apple Come pie. on, man. All right, look, 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 the, the dinner scene holds a special uh, spot for me because I am I missing it. a finger on my right hand, and my uh, bird finger is fucked up from an accident that I have. So I yep. still, to this day, will walk up to people, contort my hand in a weird way, and go, grab my strong hand. <laughs> well, I, okay. I still think well, one of the greatest me, moments... Let me, let me get you some mashed potatoes. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think one of my favorite moments in, in movie history was Ellen Ripley going up to what was equivalent, equivalent to a extraterrestrial horror from fucking H.B. Lovecraft's anus and calling it a bitch. (laughs) Just going, get away from her, you bitch, to this monstrosity. I feel like if Tony has enough to drink, he'll do that too. I I say H.B. Lovecraft, I know people are going to be like, oh, it's H.R. Geiger. Yeah, I got it. Hey, I wasn't going to do that, so. Oh my god, asshole. H.B. Lovecraft is fucking amazing. Uh, I still Mythos is the greatest. Yeah. Um, so, I I haven't seen that new TV show that came out that is based in uh, the Lovecraftian lore. Like I think it yeah, takes yeah. place in like the sixties or seventies. Lovecraft. Um, yeah, Lovecraft that one. Country. Is that um, is that good? Has anyone seen it? Uh, I've seen a couple of episodes. I haven't had an opportunity to watch the whole thing. Uh, I do need to say uh, something just came up. Uh, I have to I have to run. Um, you guys enjoy the rest of the show and uh, and uh, take it easy. Don't forget to watch that clip later. Don't uh, even if it's just even if it's just on your own. Stay safe, guys. Love you all. Take care. Bye, Bye podcast. Have a good night. See you. Fresh face syrup for me. Tony always gotta get the fucking last word in. So referencing my joke, y'all. If you want to look in Discord, I see. God damn, dude. Like Taylor's legitimately missing a decent amount of his finger. Yes. So I thought you were gonna say tooth. So, Jesus. Yes, I'll put my I hand ever... like that and just walk up to somebody and like tap them and be like, "Grab my strong hand." <laughs> if I meet you in person and you don't go to shake my hand and say that to me, I'm gonna be offended. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> Gladly. Tony, get ready. The roaches oh, run I, deep. I would like to say like. It's not necessarily a trope, but my favorite fucking thing about horror movies is the fucking merchandise that comes with them, because people make some amazing yes. shit. That's oh. true. Okay, on that oh, topic, can we yeah, talk go. about the van shoes that just got fucking released? Oh my god! Bro, but there's you a don't whole skate. line. No, fuck you! You don't need to <laughs> skate! Real skater kids don't wear vans, bro. That's how much you know, you gobbity gook. Yeah, bitch, you still wrong. wear Osiris's. What is this, the fucking late 2000s? Oh my god, bro, I like my tongue to be six inches wide on my feet. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Bro, your tongue's bigger than their fucking shoe. <sighs> the Freddy Krueger high tops from vans right now are so fucking <laughs> legit. Oh my dear god, I would slay small countries to have a pair of those shoes right now huh well now we know what the war crime is tony would commit and it's all for shoes 
I, for the well, kicks, I, bro. You should, you should hear what I do for a Klondike bar. For about, kicks and Google. I was about to say that uh, my war crimes would be for much less, probably. Yeah, for sure. And, like, the shoes are only 150 bucks on, like, StockX right now. But look them up. See, they have a whole line. They're like, beautiful. the thing is, is that I love shoes like that. I think Devon has seen my uh, Joker and Harlequin uh, Converse, uh, by my Chucks that I've got. And, like, they're limited edition collectors, whatever, whatever. I don't the talk about is, limited like, edition checkers or checkers. Limited edition Chucks anymore. Oh, yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, I know why we don't talk about that. But the thing is, like, at least for me, because I have, like, double wide feet, I go through any kind of canvas shoe like like a motherfucker. So yeah, it's hard for me to, like, justify the How the fuck the do you wear a Chuck? They don't make them wide. You basically dude. have to, like, buy a size, a size or two, like, longer. And now you just have clown shoes that are then creasing like, where your toes are. <laughs> and then that's how you break them. Do you got the same problem I do where you're, like, yeah. your foot's so fat that it goes over the sole? Yes. When you, when you step? Yeah, yep. you know what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> like, and that's why that's why it's like my day-to-day shoes now are like dress shoes and fucking uh, Kevlar line combat boots. Yeah, like, dude, my, my custom yeah, loafers, well. I wear the fuck it's at, bro. I'll tell you yeah. what. I got flippers for... Let me... Okay, just because you can't enjoy my dog's fucking... <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, that's that. Dr. Hey, look, Google I'm not trying ever... to destroy the chat here. My dog started barking. It was like a dick. No, right? you're good. Dr. Ghoul said, have there ever been Freddy Krueger di- uh, finger dildos? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there have it's been. A movie. Also... Hold on. Looking on Etsy. Be right back. Because <laughs> <laughs> there have been Star Wars ones. There've been, there's been a TARDIS one where it was like a TARDIS suspended in like the... Uh, the rubber or whatever okay. like this if the, yeah so like if there's enough sci-fi shit out there there's got to be one for the spoopy the spoopy girls out there and uh yeah huh, so this is your... real quick let me plug myself if you're a single spoopy <laughs> girl and you're looking what's good <laughs> sacrifice me to satan take me to corn maids behead me i really don't give a shit let's just go watch movies that those those uh pumpkin patch days that. that end up in a sacrifice wait this man said i'll double you. that how do you double that you gonna sacrifice time. him and yourself? Yeah, dude. We get sacrificed wow. at the same time. Same time. See, bro. I need to introduce we'll just stack you up to my, my religion. Um, goth girls and fish goth girls and fishnets. <laughs> 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 Sir, I'm a card carrying member. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that? Did you actually find out, uh, Taylor, if they exist? Uh, Look, I would I assume. Haven't found anything on Etsy. Looking the Googles right now. I did find a set say, I'm of sure they exist. Air Force Ones. Yep. Nice. Um, so... I will say this: um, the original, the original Freddy Krueger glove was so dangerous that, uh, like, the actor had like would cut himself open all the time with them. Uh, and also, those uh, those Freddy Krueger fucking Air Force Ones are clean. Like, if I actually enjoyed horror, I'd I'd buy those. Those are fucking clean. Air Force Ones. Look in, uh, look in the Discord. Don't tell me how to live my life, sir. Please. Okay. There we go. <laughs> uh, so, before we, before we go ahead and... Uh, I don't know if we're wrapping up yet. We maybe have like another 20 minutes or what the fuck ever. But that's what I wanted to touch on is... Yeah, no. is, there a, is there a franchise, series, or concept that you guys think would you'd want to see modern day? Because a lot of it gets repetitive after a while. Like, don't get me wrong, Freddy Krueger an institution michael myers an institution right but does it get overdone or do you guys want to see something fresh and new what is something you want to see in a horror movie well to me with michael myers i know they're coming out with another one to me it's really it's just for the fans because the basis of at least michael myers 
or Halloween is a dude with a that chases people to kill him. It's and and I guess Friday the Thirteenth is very similar, right? It's with Jason. It's it's basically the same thing. Now with Freddy and Nightmare on Elm Street, to me that concept can never get old because if people who watch it, if they understand it properly, it's all psychological. He comes alive and kills you in your dreams. So that you can literally expand on a million fucking times in a million different ways and it'll never get boring. I'm now, just going to kill you, bitch. Sorry, that's a Rick and Morty like now, like the last Freddy uh, that came out, uh, I think it was like 2012 or 2010 or something like that. If you At the very end, he came back again, but they still haven't made another one, which they should. And look, I get it. It's not the same as the original Freddy. Not the same, but it's still a great movie. So the concept of like nothing you do matters because either way you're fucked. I I like that concept, but not when it's like um like with, with Freddy, right? Like nothing you do matters because you're fucked. You have to go to sleep. Like you're you're gonna get fucked over while you're asleep. You can try and stay awake, but it's gonna fuck you up until you start sleeping, like while standing up and shit. But so, like, here's that... the thing, though: the only way to kill him is in your sleep. Right. Okay, but so you're like both wrong I like because in the movies there's a drug that you can take that prevents you from having dreams therefore he cannot get to you. Oh, well, I didn't see that movie specifically. Oh, well, yeah, it's only in every movie Devon. But hold on, and listen. You can anyway, tell that that movie what? was never made in the south because um meth. Also, <laughs> also very true. But what I'm saying is the I, the concept of I, I I would like to see and I'm pretty sure I've seen maybe one or two movies like this, but I can't name them off the top of my head. I want to see a movie where the characters blatantly say, fuck that, I'm not going in the basement, I know what happens when motherfuckers go in the basement, and they choose not to go in the basement, and then the murderer is like, I knew you weren't going to go in there, because no one's dumb enough to go in here, so I'm already here outside in the front door, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, they, t- they try to run away, and they don't <laughs> go up the stairs, they actually go for the back door, because you know if you go upstairs, you gotta jump out the window. So, like, they do some shit like that, and then boom, bam, more bad shit happens. Sounds like like more realistic like horror shit it would be cool like i want to i want to expand on that concept a little bit like i could see it where uh and i'm pretty sure there's a stephen king novel that's like close ish to it but it's not the exact same where it's a writer basically turned mad by their own their own book secret window Uh, is that what it is uh with johnny depp okay and well so that it was going to be like they got turned mad by a book that they wrote and then they lure people in, and people are like, oh, I'm not falling for this. This is basically a horror movie. And, uh, like, it's basically this author having to outsmart the the people because the people aren't stupid tropes like they normally are back in, like, you know, late 80s, early 90s horror movies. I would watch that. All right, so... Yeah, okay. like, a, like a, chess, a chess match of horror would be fucking great. A what? Like a chess match of horror. Not a little chess match, but like just like the intellect, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. I could that would be cool. Like give me give me a horror version of the Hunger Games. Like where you have to survive. Like, cause okay, I love dystopian style shit, like the Hunger Games. Where it's like you have this massive but tiny elite like class that's just like, mm-hmm, yes, we get to profit at your suffering. <laughs> or like Squid Game, for those of you who are now getting a Squid Game or have watched it. Um, and, you know, there are regular players that would enter the arena, if you will, and they have to survive either by killing the horror monster killer person thing, or they get killed by it. I would fucking watch that. Like, 
just because for me it's thrilling it's it's dystopian and it's also horror i would watch the fuck out of a combination of movies that are like that oh wait it's called battle royale the hunger Games stole that idea yeah Fair. No, battle royale is great i mean again there's 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 a lot of anime that's done similar similar tropes uh that are similar to battle royale and in fact there was a post that went viral a while ago with like oh hey squid games wasn't the progenitor here like it was battle royale and then also and then had like a thousand different korean uh movies as well as uh anime such as gans which if you want to watch a fucked up anime that's the one oh is that uh, the one to watch fucked up animes like real gans is pretty fucking fucked up uh okay so i think taylor what were you saying I, I have an update. There is no Freddy Krueger dildo that I can find. <laughs> um, Don't I, go to Google wait. and put in Freddy Krueger dildo. Already tried. Video. Um, <laughs> Video. But, 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 but there is a porn parody of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, yes. And That's I what did he's talking find about. a zombie dildo. What? That's called a bad dragon, my dude. I, Damn. I have so many questions that I don't want answered. Bro, well, you've never seen that? I haven't. No, I've seen the Bad Dragon. I haven't seen the zombie dildo. I there really shouldn't be that big of a fucking difference. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, there Discord. it is. Oh, right. so, well, it's there. in Discord. <laughs> it's a penis. <laughs> Wait, is that? I don't want to click. I just trust y'all. Have you seen the ones that plant eggs? I'm just gonna throw that no, out. There. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that Akil knows the name does. I'm not shut up. Anyway, um so yeah, uh anybody else? Uh let's see. Dr. Gould said rule 34, all things that exist have porn versions. Yeah, that's fair. R34 exists for a reason. Uh um, that mean wait, oh. does that mean there's rule 34 for Akil? Ooh, Gil is rule there's, there's about to be so much from one say, person in this not, group. If not, I got a credit card and I can start a deviant <laughs> I will make oh, deviant art. I hate so much of everything that's happening right now. I hope it's all just his beard. It's like not even like his body. It's not even it's me. It's the beard. Floating head and his beard just doing <laughs> yeah. things that should not be done. Somebody's got to be able to do that on Fiverr for cheap. For Fiverr, <laughs> I'll, I'll get on researching that. Um, could we? Uh, God. Anyway, <laughs> just because uh, I know it'll make a kill uncomfortable. Give him some yeah, triple thanks. D boobies. What my beard? What? No, mm, no. Take me down to yeah, the Halloween bro, that... city with a. Yeah, that and like at least like a at least like a twenty four incher, bro. Oh god, him <laughs> and any. <sighs> I am glad that when I started this podcast on all the apps, I put explicit on the tag <laughs> for every episode. Take you down to the Halloween <laughs> city where the girls arc off with the pumpkin sized titties. <laughs> bro, it's gotta be like it's gotta be veiny as fuck too. But I will say, um, we're really fucking... stretching the age rating on this. One. <laughs> hey, it. look, I didn't say what it was. At this it's point, we're just dude, we're just there it's now. A giant forearm. As a narrator, it is my duty to do so. I mean, we are talking about horror stuff, and uh, I think this is horror to a kill. So. <laughs> yeah, that's god damn it. Um it just ends up like Morty's arm when he like went to like uh that Mad Max universe just like Grr. like whatever. Anyway, that's what I'm gonna put on the notes on Fiverr. I'm just gonna oh, take, fucking take hell. Morty's arm and place it someplace else. I just bowl so, a lot, guys. Uh, I will say, like, let's get into the final the final talks of this uh this podcast real quick. 
Um, then let's touch on horror games if we want to, especially because I'm trying to shout out Wrigley as much as I can. But the like, let's let's talk about either video games that are out now or coming out that are video like horror or zombie related that you're either looking forward to or just supremely enjoyed. And what is I, it? So I, 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 I see what you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I also do have a question for Riglu. Um, I did see, at least on the Xbox Game Store, that Dying Light got pushed to February. True. All right. No, I just want to make sure. Because obviously, you're a better source, I would assume. Yeah, that's like direct from the source. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Yeah, Wait. no, it's also on the Steam store that's been delayed. Wait. Yep. Yeah. And it's also on our Twitter and shit like that. Can Can I just say something real ignorant? Yes. Uh. So, Wrigley, Rig, are you are you working on the new Dying Light? Mm, yeah. Ah. Yeah, Devon. <laughs> he's the... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Devon, actually, he's, uh, he's really... one of the devs for Dying Light. Yeah. Uh, I really, really, really enjoyed the first one, and I, I like, didn't even put two or two together. So I personally am super hyped for the second one. Uh, I want to see my boy Jonah. He gonna be a big boy, right? But yeah, so that's and that's one of the big reasons I'm shouting it out is because I know Dying Light is coming up. We're talking about horror games and movies and all that kind of shit. So I know one of the ones I'm definitely looking forward to is definitely Dying Light 2, that's for sure. Uh, but I want to get everybody else's, like, what are what are horror games that you played or enjoyed that you think other people should play or enjoy to get an experience? And I swear to God, if anyone says fucking Five Nights, no. Fuck that game. Uh, fucking hate that game. <laughs> Destiny 2 Halloween special. That's... <laughs> I don't know, Mom. <laughs> We really uh, gotta no. get him started on a yeah. tangent. We'll never be done. Right, so no, it's, it's our destiny not to ever talk about that shit again. I hate uh, you so much. So, I hate you so much. Go fuck yourself. I hate you. I'm, I'm gonna move. So like a, a, an indie game that's I, I guess right now it wouldn't be. I don't know if it counts as a AAA any like now, but it definitely was an indie game initially. Um, Dead by Daylight. That was when it first came out. Besides all the fucking bugs in it. That was a real cool concept for like asymmetrical horror, like gameplay. And even though now it's like you, it's really hard to get into now because everyone's just so much better. Uh, I feel like it was a really good game, and it has tons of like guest appearances and shit like that in it. Tons of like uh, monsters and creatures from well-known properties. Like they even have something from like Stranger Things. They have the uh, oh, what the fuck is the monster called? Um, the Gorgonite. Yeah, they have the Gorgonite in it. They've got um, like Jason, it. and they it's also have a Gorgon. Gorgon. <laughs> it's not it. You yeah, bastard. They got, yeah, they it's got a, a Demi Gorgon. Demi Gorgon. It's a, it's a Demi Gorgon. You know what? I don't even want to talk to you guys anymore. I'm going home. <laughs> dude, dude, I haven't seen that movie in fucking forever. Small, right? yeah, small, small, small soldiers. <laughs> Great movie. Oh, I'm dude. Archer, emissary of the Gorgonites. <laughs> dude, I used to have that doll when I was a kid. Yeah. Bro. My my dad got me into that movie. I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay, that reminds cool. Reminds me of fucking Indian in the cupboard. That was a good movie too. <laughs> but yeah, um, okay. So fear. what? What else? Fear. Fear was great. Fear was okay. on old school Xbox. There were two of them. That shit scared the fuck out of you. Like I don't. Well, and it was really fucking solid. Like I can't wait for Trepang Two, which is basically just fear. It's gonna be so good. 
And then, oh, what was that? Yanni will know what I'm trying to say here. The game demo that didn't get made, that was supposed to be turned into a game, but it's really scary, and you're in the hallway in the house. Oh, uh, PT. Yes. Yeah, PT, because they removed it from the PS Store, uh, PlayStations that have the, the PT demo on them have so much more inherent worth because you cannot download it anymore. Yeah, but you also have no worth as well because you can't use your PS4 on any yeah. like internet connection because it will immediately get de like deleted. So you know, it's, it's like a give or take. I think PT when it came out was amazing because everyone was just like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? This is so new." Now the issue is everyone has done it since. Like now that is a a horror trope that's totally just like used up. I feel like one of the big things, like Resident Evil kind of took it and ran with it with having not only jump scares, you know, happen a lot more, but including just weird and fucked up shit along the map. Like, I feel like Resident Evil has come a long way from I've got three bullets and all of my friends are dead. And this monster takes 47,000 bullets. And again, I have, oh shit, I have two. Like, it, 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 it's become a lot more than that, and it's become creepy. Like, Resident Evil 6 was really, really creepy and a good monster psychological horror thing. And then Resident Evil 7, uh, the newest one, that is the newest one, right? 7 Village? No, I, I, I thought 8 was Village. Or is it 8? Oh, sorry. So then, yeah, no. Okay, so seven, was, 7 was the reboot, 6 was garbage, yeah. 8 was pretty good. So so seven, 7 is where Resident Evil took a different turn and was mixing a phenomenally weird story with gross and weird alien elements. And then they took that story and kept going in 8. And like that's what I like to see in a to avoid those kind of tropes you know like they 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 evolved as a zombie i guess would but they they evolved and i i can appreciate that and there are some games that like they have a very good tried and true method on what is successful but there's those are now few few and far between because you've got dying light which is great for the way that you can parkour and do all of the exploration the learning the changes of the zombies when nighttime hits all of that is like the changing of the zombies at nighttime is not unique to one game i mean they did it back in dead rising the fucking original one um but they did it in such a unique manner where you're like, fuck, these are nightmares and I don't want to deal with that shit. Fuck, 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 right? But then you encounter games like, I, what was that fucking zombie beach one? Dead, uh, I don't know oh, if it was Dead, Dead Island. Island. Dead, Dead Island. Island, dude. Dead, Dead Island's Island. fucking great and they're not yeah. going to release the next one. It's bullshit. Like, so that's the thing. Like, it really, it really becomes like a thing where... Yes, there are some games that do the tropes well, and there are a majority of games that do them piss poor horribly. And I'm just hoping that like the next generation of zombie games, again, kicking off with Dying Light 2, is going to be something even more stellar. Like that's where that's where my bar is right now, because the last the first Dying Light, like I played it with Devon and Alex. And like we we still have fond memories before they put in the ATVs or any vehicles uh, where we had to run clear across the map one way and try and get to a safe house to do a mission um, and then get back before it was nighttime. Otherwise, we would just party wipe. And Bro, like, that zip line, like the grappling hook feature was <laughs> yeah. such a godsend. We'd start getting it really the was. Game. This shit is oh so my dope. god. 
Like they did, and that's the thing. That's what I'm, I'm, I, I appreciate unique shit like that when it comes to that, that introducing dread into a game. The only other game that I will say that did a phenomenal job with zombies introducing a phenomenal story, making you feel like dread, really, really making you feel dread, was uh, The Last of Us. I haven't played the second one, but there is a capture card on the way, and I'm going to do both of them as a treat to you guys on stream. So I'll do both of them back to back. Uh, that's not a problem. Uh, so that will be happening. But I please don't spoil it for me. I've avoided spoilers to that entire game so far. Uh, the second one. You but, gotta play Days Gone too, bro. People, that's, people don't I've been told it. Days I, Gone was good too. A lot of people say, oh, the game shit's got too many bugs. On PS5, it's got no fucking bugs besides one bridge throughout the entire map that doesn't spawn in. Other than that, there's no bugs. What um, are you talking about? Days Gone. Days Gone. I oh, love, I love Days Gone. I the love PC it. version was great. You know, another another really good horror-esque style game, it melds a battle royale with PvE and horror elements, is Hunt, uh, Showdown. Hunt Showdown. Yeah, like Hunt Showdown did a really, really good job of gunplay, gameplay, PvE, and PvP. It's really good. And it's also a roguelike, so you're like, fuck, this is really good. So I would recommend that for people who want to... Uh, approach that genre like that horror genre but also want to do a and again i know it's a turnoff for a lot of people when you say the words battle royale because the first thing they think about is oh my god it's fortnite and i don't like fortnite because i don't give a fuck it's a unique take on the style and it's so well done so definitely check it the fuck out uh do my, we have any more issue with blood hunt is that it it really it it, we got that instead of continuing development for uh vampires the masquerade which is honestly a amazing horror based uh rpg in the same vein as like the original fallouts or even pathologic which yeah but i feel like oh my god if i had another hour i could just talk so much about pathologic i think they're capitalizing on the the rise of battle royales and they didn't do a bad job with it because like devon and i put in a decent amount of time on blood hunt and uh and i know tony did too once he got it as well and like we played the shit out of it and it's it's one of the smoothest battle royales that's out in my opinion like it's it's so good and the lore that it comes with and everything like that it's it's really well done also side note uh, my buddy's high school teacher was one of the writers for Vampire the Masquerade. Like, you got a lot of Vampire, buddies who do a lot of things. I really do. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Vampire the Masquerade was here in Georgia. Um, and in fact, back when they were in school, because these guys are like 20 years older than me, uh, probably 15, 20 years older than me, um, they actually had their D&D source material and Vampire the Masquerade source material taken by their schools because the schools thought that it was all uh, devil worship. And this was during the Satanic Panic. So, yeah. A little bit oh, of a man. trivia for you guys. So, th- say, this, uh... is, this is a good bit of a throwback, but for me personally, my all-time favorite horror-centered game has to be Splatterhouse and the TurboGrafx-16. Um, that yep. really lined up with, like, peak 80s slasher film shit. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little... Uh lost because this is that's way that's and i'm not sitting there trying to call you old by any means but it's definitely something i i haven't seen heard or experienced old old like this is competing with super nintendo and sega genesis old oh okay gotcha but they 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 came up with like with such limited hardware capabilities they came up with like a really good 
meaty sounding soundtrack and all the visuals are like just perfect for what you would want for something from that era. Um, when you do have the capture card, I may have to just drag the TurboGrafx-16 to your house and just or your apartment and let you stream it for a few hours. That's fine because I'm planning to do a, a retro a retro game stream where like because again the only Zelda game I've ever played was Breath of the Wild so like there's going to be an entire series of hey uh, this idiot finally plays we X game need to, so <laughs> we need to see if your capture card will cleanly stream off of a Retron three because that covers. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis, and I have a small shit ton of cartridges. It's not the most impressive collection ever, but there's a lot of games. I'm about it. But um, if there's not anything else, then I just want to go ahead and close the podcast. You guys have anything else you want to add for horror? Uh, yeah, I will up? say this. Uh, go for it. Bring back fucking prototype. Yo, yeah, prototype. This... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to add something fire. because obviously a couple months ago they announced it as well. Akil, did you play any of the? Um... Dead Space games? Yes, Matt, uh, when Matt came to visit, he, uh, sorry, I choked on my vape there. Um, when Matt came to visit, he right. dropped off Dead Space for Alex and myself, and uh, we played through, I forget which one it was, but we did play through one of them. I don't remember which one, but that's back when Alex was also heavily playing Destiny comparative to anything else. Garbage. And um, <laughs> so, like, he didn't put as much time into it, but, like, we would switch off on death all the time on it. And it was it was good. I, I will say, so. there was there was a game, uh, I think it's Dying Light. Or is it Dying Light? It's the one where, like, your your choices impact how the game will play out and the endings that you get. But it's a narrative-driven uh narrative driven psychological horror video game and it's really well done um i don't remember which one that was um but yeah but other than that anybody got anything uh, anything else to add before we head out for the night yeah well, uh soon. pathologic amazing game don't play it shit play pathologic too okay anybody else since i didn't have any chance like coming in we were in this conversation uh, yeah, we go was, off on tangents. <laughs> yeah, I would just say like about the best horror games uh, of all time. I think it's going to be The Evil Within, and if you never played it, you yeah, should. Great. Yeah, Evil Within was good. Oh, yeah, Evil, I, Evil Within is great. Yes, it's really good. Uh, which game? Which game? Evil Within. Yeah, The Evil Within. The second part and the and the and the first part was pretty good in terms of like typical horror story. But if we were talking about if you like if someone like like I don't know like climate that keeps him in the game and shit like that, definitely check out the Stalker series. Yeah, I've been told about Stalker by I mean you told me about Stalker. I did. Um, yeah, and so that's that's something I want to do is uh, when I know that the last the next one's coming out, I want to do an entire stream of all the Stalker games um, and run them through and see how that goes. Also. As an addition to really good survival horror-esque roguelike style games, GTFO. I want to play more of it uh, with my friends. It's fucking phenomenal. But that's going to take it for us today on today's podcast. Um, first of all, for everyone that is here and listening to us, whenever you're listening to us, you know, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and click that uh, little icon that gives us a rating and, you know, let us know what your favorite fucking horror movie is and shit like that because your reviews kind of help us grow, get us out there. And one of the main goals as we grow is to use this podcast 
to help give back to children as I do on my stream. So everything that you all do as listeners, spreading it to your friends, leaving us reviews and ratings and all that kind of shit, it's going to benefit children either for No Kid Hungry or the Make-A-Wish Foundation, right? So please, please, please go ahead and do that. Um, now, we also record live every single Wednesday unless you know there's a change, like now the holiday season's coming the fuck around or whatever. So if there are any changes to that, we'll be posting up on Facebook and Twitter. All of it is at brownlove010, so make sure you're following that as well. Until next week when we record, which next week's topic, we're probably going to cover movies again, but we're going to cover a different frame. We might do action movies, animated movies, who the fuck knows? So make sure you tuned in to us. Uh, come in live on stream, hang out with us, and give us your answers to all the bullshit that we're talking about. Until next podcast, I hope you all have a wonderful time. Take care. And from all of us to you, bye. 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 Bye.